Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Brick. What up, Red Pill? Blue Pill. Tell it. Know the Ledge Radio. Tuesdays and Fridays, let's go. I present you red and blue pill and prescribe you to take them both. They said you need microphones from the virus, I need a host. Know the legend, don't cross it, cause you might overdose. Release those toxins from your conscience. Play the beat through stethoscopes for my folks. The originators, atmospheric pressure raising. Thoughts be constantly in orbit, till my page is out of space. Cosmos, astrological, a star right in your face. Didn't plan it like Pluto, melanated the greatest race. From niggas to gods, it's clearly just a human display. Walking immortal, live forever through these songs I make. Rigatologists, Discovered this very deep inside this continent. Okay. They had to pass many courses at their local colleges to study what this naga did. Futuristic shit, 2125, and when that time exists, they will realize who the Messiah is. Let's break the foundation with that fire spit. It's telling yoga flames, I'm on my street fighter shit. I swear I wish my ancestors they ain't finding shit. Transatlantic travel, maiden voyage from their cargo picks to picking cotton and sugar cane and then refining it. Trying to restore our dominance. Black power in this motherfucker better know it. Give them the truth, they tell me give them more These black laws, yeah, you better know it. I'm less of a rapper, more of a poet. This my opus. Maintain focus as we enter through the pillars of realness. Truth revealing. Tuesdays and Fridays, live so you can feel it. Can't feel it? Oppress pray every day to hear me kill it. More than just an intro. This was how I'm feeling. We just left the scenes conference. And we ain't finished building The sky is the limit We just crash through the ceiling Feel the energy of the crystal speak Spiritually a symphony Charged by the elements for many centuries Libations for our ancestors Keep it spilling beat We evoking the spirits to guard us from our enemies I shape, I create, and I display what I made Give it straight to the people Feel the power in waves Black fist in the sky, but this ain't hip-hop array We're putting pressure on these culture vultures Watching decay, it's time to take back What's all the monumental display Kings County, only royalty around me Come on! Top down. Yeah. What's the future if it's not now? not now? 
I just heard a nigga shot a cop down. Coming for how the cop shot my pops down. What's a king if he's not brown? Anything I put on my head is considered my crown. My nature's like a nature's. I mow the grass so it ain't yours. Death relates more to a scapegoat. Nothing's more great than a great maw. I know the ledge. I know the ledge. I know the ledge. I pray to me before I go to bed. Follow what the omen said. Manifest everything I wrote in red. The war not over till your opposers dead. Cry blood, turn the ocean red. The beast is in beast mode. The streets is on street code. The priest is in street clothes. My war is open air, you niggas hope and stare Into pale blue skies, into pale blue eyes On them pale white horses and them pale white Porsches Y'all asking for peace, we asking for hope We basking the soul, we basking the gold We master the soul, we reaching the youth We teaching the truth, it's reaching the boot It's reaching the mud, it's reaching the boot It's reaching the roots, we need a reboot Birth of a nation, the super hey rules no health discussions, no wealth production I'm getting back to self-destruction Whipping backpackers to chapters of esoteric trappers Kidnappers and carjackers Lower key self-abduction Lower self-felt corruption You headed for self-destruction Know thyself wealth production They going to war with ISIS in the east They going to war with a saw in the west The lord of the underworld mourning your death with a foreigner's rest, with a foreigner's stretch to the corner, Lex, Ralph Lauren, the best. Peace to the family, peace to you and yours. Welcome to Nodal Edge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill. All right. Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Okay. Thank you, family, for tuning in. All right. Let me open up the line for my co-host. Call it from the 347-650. Peace to the caller. Peace to yours. What's going on? Peace, family. How are you? I'm good. Yes, indeed. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Know the Ledge Radio, KTL. Uh, I missed Friday's broadcast. You want to speak on that? Do a little recap real quick? Me and KT, it was a good show. Shout out to KT. Shout out to everybody that came out for his event in um, Miami. I saw pictures with him and the brother Inky. They said it was uh, successful. So salute to them. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, but the brother, he um, was touching on, you know, he didn't actually go into a lecture. He was basically touching on some things that he has coming up, some things that he has uh, cooking right now. Um, and he basically touched on the 17th, which is December 17th, Nicholas Brooklyn Bookstore, KT the Arch Degree presents um, Hollywood Decoded. This one is a triple feature family. 
He's going to be decoding the movie The Arrival, The Strange, and Luke Cage, and he also is going to be presenting it through the live stream or rather the pay-per-view, not just live stream, but pay-per-view. I don't want to confuse any of our people out there who are used to getting everything for free and don't want to break any kind of bread and support any of the intellects that are out here in the scholars. Live, no, pay-per-view. You're going to have to pay a few dollars in order to receive information so you can appreciate it, all right? And um, that's what's going to happen. And uh, it'll be at the new location of Nicholas Bookstore, which will be in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, at the Restoration Plaza. You should Google that, family, if you're not familiar with that area, Restoration Plaza, the history of it. Uh, Just the history of Bedford-Stuyvesant has been given such a negative connotation over the years. But um, it does have some historical aspects to it. Um, it's definitely worth researching. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Shout-out to Mama Phil. Shout-out to Blue T. Shout-out to my sister, Nakiba. Shout-out to everybody who was involved with the Dr. Sebi tribute, his birthday celebration, which made um, the Amsterdam News. Any of our brothers and sisters out there that want to collect the newspaper to put it in your archives, you can go to AmsterdamNews.com, order your copy, page 7, I believe. Page yeah. 9. Page 9 in the Amsterdam News of this week's uh, edition. There's Brother Blue, Red, the whole family. We're celeb- we were celebrating Dr. Sabi's birthday. It landed on the same day that Fidel Castro made transition. We did a free event in Harlem, a free event to commemorate his uh, legacy. It was filled to capacity. They were actually turning people away um, from the event because it was limited seating. And uh, Sister Ma'a, Sister Usha, his daughter, Brother Sasa, his son, and others were in Brooklyn um, celebrating his life as well and his legacy. Hmm? Yeah, they went so old. What did you say? They were in Soho. Oh, they were in Soho. Yeah, and they um, had a great turnout. And I want to just give thanks to them as well for what it is that they do. And it was just a beautiful experience. And um, definitely look forward to making, uh, keeping the tradition, keeping the legacy, keeping the name alive. And I look forward to more tours, not to... Um, exploit or not to, you know, do anything other than to hold up the tradition, the legacy, and to clear any miscommunications that ever exist dealing with the legacy of our Baba, Dr. State. All right? Hold on real quick. Talk real quick. Yes, indeed. We want to definitely thank everybody who attended that event. There were so many faces in the crowd, um, you know, in that picture. Can't shout everybody out, but you guys know who you are. You are all parts. You're all stars, part of that constellation. All right? It's a beautiful picture. We have it on our social media as well, um, on Facebook, on Instagram. So you can check it out. You can go online to Amsterdam News. Uh, just put Dr. Sabi in the search engine. And it'll pull up. If you want a physical copy, you have to go down to Harlem to the Amsterdam News and get you a physical copy as well. 
us. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful event. Um, and that event pretty much led up to this event. You know, I was uh, working very hard with Mama Pill to make sure everything went well, as well as with uh, Brother Red and KT as well. So, you know, to to uh, to put something together like that and to have it be so successful and then go directly into this retreat and to have that be so successful, you know, and also in hindsight looking at, you know, the last few events that we've put on and the lectures that we've done, the law of 44 is trending uh, stronger than ever before. Fear of a black and more Messiah is becoming clearer and clearer every day with the politics. You know what I'm saying? So it's just been monumental. And our brother KT, the arts degree, is going to put the cherry on top with his event, his upcoming event on December 17th. And I think they will finalize and close the year out towards the new year, doing something together as a family. Don't know exactly what yet. We will be announcing that just so we can leave it on a strong note, especially at a time like this when, uh, you know, there's so much uh, confusion in the community. You know, people don't know what to make of what. It's a lot of clowning and cooning going on, and I think that it's important that we make our distinction in regards to what it is that who we are and what we do and how we do it, you know, and it's absent of all of the coonery. So, hello? We are, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, um. No, nah, I, was, I was just recapping the last two months in regards to the successful events, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Um I think 2017, you know, with a lot of um a lot of things clearing up, um a lot of promoters getting in contact directly to us, wondering what the hell was taking place over over all of these other years, but whatever. And um with the success of your event that you just did, the the retreat dealing with people's issues, dealing with people's um, core issues, dealing with results, hands-on, you know, dealing with, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, dealing with real shit, man. You know, um, the Dr. Stabie event, dealing with celebrating the life of one of our greatest elders who have come amongst us, you know, being able to not lambast or not to deal with it in a non-traditional or non-African way. Just keep in mind, when we study the ans- when we study our African ancestors and the traditions that they upheld, it was more about promoting. You know, ho- hold on. Yeah, but I think that with the brothers is hitting upon is, you know, the way that the ancestors do it is the continuity of the name. You know what I'm saying? As long as you could keep a person's name alive and sanctified in a particular way where, you know, it's not muddied and the uh, legacy is tarnished, then you are in service to your ancestors and your ancestors will remain alive and your ancestors will remain strong and even garner more strength. So, you know, I know and, and people that, 
work on the astral and, and those different aspects know Dr. Sabi is very strong on the other side and his work continues from the other side. You know what I'm saying? So we are in service yeah. to life and the legacy of our Baba and we're holding mm-hmm. it down. P-O-P. And, they, so, and I just wanted to add on, I don't want to take up too much time. I'm sorry. I just was saying mm-hmm. to finish the thought that um, the tradition of, of Africans, well, it doesn't matter the tribe or the country or the region or demarcation, um, it's about celebrating one's life, upholding legacy through demonstration and through succession, right? Being able to point right. out those who are still carrying on tradition, being able to identify those who were, you know, groomed and reared by the elder who is now an ancestor, and also to come together in the spirit of family, community, village, things of that nature, um, to offer solutions, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people, man, I mean, God damn, my phone doesn't stop ringing on a daily basis. And I'm not a, I'm not a self-proclaimed healer, family. I'm, I'm not him. I'm, that's not what I do. I'm not out here saying that I'm the one who cures herpes and AIDS and cancer, breast cancer, toe cancer. I'm not proficient in those fields. KT the arch degree, blue pill, mama pill, those are their superpowers. When I get sick, I got to go to see them for healing. I deal with my, my, my deal with therapy and healing in a whole other way. Um, and if I'm receiving these phone calls and I'm able to direct these patients to both uh, to all of the members of the family, but if I'm receiving this volume of calls, I can imagine what Mama Pill is receiving. I can imagine what KT is receiving, Inky is receiving, Blue is receiving, Nadra, and all of the people in our community who have products, elixirs, healing modalities, and other things. Because goddamn, our people are in dire straits. Dire for real. Dire. It hurts. And, and mind you. If we're receiving these phone calls, this is 0.01% of the people who are, one, aware that we exist, two, are aware that they are sick, and three, you know, have detached themselves from allopathic medicine to say, I want to go the route, the indigenous ways of my ancestors. So this is a very small percentage. When that percentage grows to 20, 30, 40, 50%, we're talking the numbers in the millions because seriously, like we're talking about global epidemics in regards to dis-ease. You can't even put a number on it at this point. You definitely can't put a face on it. All right. So it's unprecedented. And if nothing else, what this weekend showed me is that, um, you know, we have to prepare, you know what I'm saying? We have to prepare for the influx of people that are going, that are going to need this help. For those that were made for this, for those that signed up, you know what I'm saying? For those who came here for this work, you're going to have work until you go into the grave and you better do the right things while you're here so you can work from the other side as well. So the work never stops if this is what you came for. An environment is a key aspect of that. You know what I'm saying? It's a key to it. Okay? We've spoken many times about the latest research with Bruce Lipton and the biology of belief you know, and it speaks of DNA being affected by environmental factors. Your genes are not what controls your DNA. 
all right? Your environment is what controls your DNA. Your DNA is, is uh, you know, is continuously retrofitting itself and, and, and upgrading and updating itself based on environmental factors. So being in, the, in, in, a, in an environment that's conducive to healing, being in high altitudes where, you know, the air quality was superior to anything that I've experienced, being in areas where you're drinking water that's coming directly off of the mountain, full of minerals, okay? Being around trees, or as the indigenous call them, the standing people, and the trees aiding and assisting, you know what I'm saying, and sending signals to your brain and your body. Your body is a communicating with all of these factors. Your body is communicating with all of these factors. And as a result, healing is taking place on a very subtle level. Okay, so when it's induced by medicinal herbs, when it's induced by uh, healing waters, when it's induced by relaxation, when all of these things are compounded into the healing process, then we will be able to speed up and accelerate healing and get to the other million people who need it. Okay? So this is real deal. These are real times. And, um, you know, for the sake of survival, but not survival, like, you know, you limping and pulling one leg over the finish line. We're talking about surviving, living. You know what I'm saying? Living. Like, not just making it, but actually, you know, enjoying life, being present. You know what I'm saying? Not living in lack, enjoying the abundance of open land. You know, not having that 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 city mentality that's boxed in. You know, shout out to Brother Rich for uploading the latest clip. Not the one that we did today about standing rock, but he put up the excerpt for the uh, the Law of Forty Four over the weekend on Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he named it something, you know, how corporations are using whatever, whatever, but it's up there. The link is available and it's trending. I'm getting a lot of feedback. People are finally getting an idea of where we're going with this thing. You know what I'm saying? And this entire trip, salute, okay, was 44 out. So the family got to experience in real time. And I got to experience the family in real time. And they brought all their 44 stories for So these are amazing it's an amazing experience. These are amazing times. Um, Brother Blue, I mean, Brother Red, we definitely mm-hmm. extend an invite to you on the next trip. You know what I'm saying? This is something that I feel that, you know, all healers need. And like you said, you, you may go about healing differently than we go about it, but you're still a healer. You're still part of a healing no family. No you know what I'm saying? The, the people no. that you are healing... No. You're, you're, you're healing them through sound, through voice. Your music is a healing modality. You know what I'm saying? And people love it. So, Indeed. And I identify you know, as a healer. I just want to clear that up. My approach is somewhat different from dealing with medicinal or herbal remedies and um, other electric foods. Not to say that I don't indulge, but that's not necessarily my strong point. You know what I mean? I I would appoint that 
to those who come before me. I, I'm, I'm about, I'm all about um, chain of command, right? Identifying chain of command or rank, and I'm comfortable with that, of that rank. If somebody were to come to me with AIDS, HIV, I wouldn't play with their lives, their livelihood, their future, right? I would do yes. everything within my power to appoint them to the right professional who could deal with their lives in their hands. And I do hope, you know what I mean? And I do hope those of us that are out there who are practitioners or who are students or who are um, novices, right, they take that example as well. Don't play with these people's lives out there, family. Now they playing with people's lives. You know that. You might be, yeah. I'm saying y'all might be a hurry or one of those hurry, those those Johnny come latelys. You might be on a hurry come up. You talk a good one. You out here cutting pasting and 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 you you stealing bars. You swagger jack healers and shit like that. You got you got some of the fucking words that you repeat: melanin, carbon, you know, homeostasis. All of those keywords, you know, went on Google and pulled up the keywords on how to be healthy and stay healthy, and y'all niggas is rolling that shit off your tongue, but you're not saving lives and you've never been on record saving a life. You're not healing anybody, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about healing people from their maladies, from sexually transmitted diseases, liver failure. Think You could point a nigga to, uh, yeah, go to Watkins or, you know, drink peanut punch. You know what I'm talking about. Let's <laughs> respect the rank and file. Let's respect the rank and file that exists within our community. Stop jumping ahead of people who are more qualified than you to do the work. Straight like that. Because when y'all catch a body... Niggas want to pop up looking for um, Harvey Keitel from the Reservoir Dogs, the cleanup man, when you catch a body. Then you want to call somebody to help clean up your bodies. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all niggas been running around playing games with people like you're a healer. You're not a healer. You don't heal. Right? Get it straight. Point the people to the ones that are qualified who have proven that this this is what they do and create situations to create resources. Go from the rank. Go from top down. Don't go from bottom up. That's not how this shit's supposed to work. Go from top down and give those at the top, those who are at the front and race, those at the top of the pyramid, those who are in the beginning of the fucking line, get them their resources, sort of like how Cuba does for people. They identify what needs to be done, and they send the top-ranked people to go and do it. You hear about them fumbling shit? No. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And I definitely look forward to being on the next retreat because, like you, like like Dr. Sabi said, a healer definitely needs healing because when a lot of this steam gets blown, when a lot of this work Back. is put in, when a lot of this, when a lot of, because y'all, y'all think that this, studying and all of this stuff that we do and this decoding and then washing these lanes up and dragging them 
and exposing them and pulling their skirt, doing drive-bys. You know what I mean? You think that this doesn't take a toll because it's, 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 it takes a toll. That's all I got to say. It takes a toll. We absorb a lot, family. You know what I mean? We take a lot of shots, take a lot of hits, and the healer needs healing. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I skipped my ayahuasca over the summer. I didn't necessarily follow up on that. I, I regret that, kind of, kind of. But um, I look forward to the next, you know, and I look forward to this, this, this retreat that y'all got coming up. I want to go to the tropics. You know, I'm, I'm ready to go into hibernation. I've been saying it on Rich Channel. And um, I really think that, you know, I should fall back to the beginning of spring. And um, a whole bunch of other, a lot of things need to be done. And right now the community is in such a disarray. This is such a fucking, it's the conscious. It's not even a community. It's the, it's the peanut gallery. It's the conscious circus right now. You know what I mean? There's so much going on. So many, so many, you know how they say that they got these forest fires in the south? There's so many fucking small fires lit right now that, you know, everybody's anticipating this big fucking blaze to burn everything down. And it's like, it's sad because it, it, it takes away from so much of the work that's being done. You know, it's almost an insult being done for decades and years and months and days. And, you know, it's, 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 I don't want to be it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be in the middle of none of that shit. I don't want to be around that shit. I think so many niggas are so lame right now, and I'm, I'm beginning to hate. And I don't say that word, you know. I'm just beginning to hate niggas, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm having hatred for a lot of shit that I see because it's the antithesis to everything that I stand for. And... Before I, before I put it, you know, before I put myself and my children and I, before I put my freedom in danger, I'd rather just disappear and work on shit that I know is worth working on and develop my craft, develop my art, spend time with my children, you know what I mean, and, 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 and work on strengthening my foundation. Because at the end of the day, these are dick riders out here, the whole community, and my, I don't, I'm not feeling them. A lot of them, I'm not, all right, let me take that back, not the whole community. There's some genuine people out here, but for the brothers who grew up with no direction, the sisters that grew up just following people, the people that came out the church that were just slaves to everything, you know what I mean? These motherfuckers with all of these issues, these mommy and daddy issues. Huh? I said just, you know, be light on the expletive, man, we... I know. I got a bunch of people on the line that have been healed. I'm, I know. And I apologize to everybody who I may offend. Get you no, I'm just, no, no. I'm a, I, 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 definitely, I understand. I know. I know. It's cool. But that's what that's what twins are for. Not that's what Because to be honest with you, I've seen a lot of red and blue taking place. You want to keep it a buck. There's a red argument versus a blue. Inside of this community, there's a red energy versus a blue energy. you got to be able to decipher which is which. And as a twin, me and you, throughout our 41 years, we've come to odds with, a, with, a, with our um, energies. Our energies clashed before. 
I went on record telling people, you brought me into the conscious community. People don't realize me that. I don't know if they know that. Like, I fought tooth and nail the indoctrination of what is known as consciousness. I couldn't, I couldn't get down with it in the beginning. I just would not, I would not accept it. You know, so when people come to me and they're like, yo, I'm the black sheep of my family or I'm having problems in my relationship, I'm like, look, I understand. Me and my brother used to fall out over consciousness. I had some very disparaging words to say about consciousness. You know, Dr. Sabi, my mother, uh, Dr. Valentine, all of the names you could throw out there. I was like, who cares? What are you talking about? Get, that, get out of here with that. You know, this life, this street life, this, this hip-hop life, all of this industry, this is the life. This is where it's at. You know what I mean? I was totally in the matrix. And me and you bumped heads, and I, I apologize to you over the years for whatever negative backlash or pushback I may have given you because sometimes when you're waking a person up when they're sleeping, and you throw throwing cold water on them, or, you know, you might tickle their toes, or you might turn the lights on when they're in deep sleep and they become belligerent, you know. Um, that's what I did. That's what I, I, could, I could honestly go on record and say I did that. And to, and to see it now in 2016 going on to 17, based on a lot of the research that I'm doing, what, what, what we're about to deal, what we're about to come up against, and because our image as a people, black people in general, is one of the most silliest, um, childlike, foolish people who have ever walked the planet of the earth. Like, I'm on a train, I'm in the streets, they still playing Pokemon. Candy Crush, grown people. I'm talking about grown, like old-ass people. Silly as hell, still. It's just silly. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, bro. Like, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and when the European, when the, when, the, when the Europeans get on, I'm seeing how they conduct themselves and what they're dealing with. You still have the Negro. Negroes are still on the train talking about who they had sex with last night, what position they did it in, the nigga that they want to kill, all the open-air Nigger tree, Negro tube. Call it blue pill. The the um eugenic was a Negro tube. Yeah. <laughs> Unadulterated open air Negro tube around all kind of nationalities and people who were positioning themselves to be a part of civilization. And I'm like, damn, yo, we're in trouble, you know. And I'm I'm going back into my community. My community has become a rest haven. It's my back cave to protect myself from all of the outside influences that is, you know, threatening to kill us. They're threatening to urge and they're threatening to call our whole race. That's how I see it. I mean, you know, if anybody else sees it differently, I don't have a problem with that. That's on you. I'm just giving you my perception. I see something going down. I I had a dream the other night where I, I saw a whole bunch of black women crying and saying, but I thought this was a democracy. I thought that this was a, you know what I mean? Like getting caught so off guard that it will shatter your reality with the lips that they're they're ready to take this thing to. And I'm just like, you know, 
if it's, if, it, if it's, like I said, I have to remove myself from my public, from my safety. And I do apologize for the explicitives. I'm realizing lately I'm using more explicitives. And I am, there's a level of anger and resentment and, and, and all kind of other things that is beginning to creep up on me and hold on to me. And I'm like, yo, I need, I need to, I need to, I need, I need, I need, I don't know. I don't know what I need. I need a hug. You know what I'm saying? Because just watching this whole year from November 2015 to November 2016 and the stuff that I have absorbed, the, the toxicness, the negativity, all of that, the hatred, the backstabbing, the knives in the back, the 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 the, 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 the animosity disguises constructive criticism, the bird-ass niggas is running around trying to create legacies around the work that me, you, and other people have done from 06, 07, when they wasn't even here. They wasn't even here. How the fuck would you feel if you showed up to the movie theater and it was two or three people in a yard in the beginning? Of, you know when people go to Hollywood to shoot a movie? You showed up on day one of the damn movie. These niggas show up. Two hours into the movie, then they act like they shot the movie. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy what this whole community is evolving into collectively, and it's embarrassing, and it's sad. You know what I mean? And it's disheartening. And I just don't know. I don't want to blow up. I don't want to. Ex- I don't want to. I don't want to explode. I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like. I really don't want to do what 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 I might have to do just in order to get certain things away from me. I just don't want niggas around me. You know what I mean? Like I just want to shake them off. So yeah, I look forward to it. Indeed. I mean, you know, this is the reason why these retreats are so important and. Not only that, we realize the importance of having a, a continuous number of them because there's going to be a lot of people that feel like you, and there are a lot of people out there that feel like you, compounded with the fact that people are showing up for different kinds of healing, coupled into stress factors. All of these things eventually amount to disease. You know what I'm saying? So there are people that have been dealing with this all of their lives. There are people that not only are dealing with what you're dealing with, but they've compounded that with narcotics and alcohol or they're in denial or they're in suppression. You know what I'm saying? All of these things have ways of um, expressing themselves as modalities later on. So, you know, I understand your sentiments. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a different place because of what I experienced this weekend, but it doesn't mean that I don't understand you. You feel me? Bring me back some mushrooms. I, 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 just, I, need, some, I need some shrooms or something. Um, you know, clean water, clean air, you know what I'm saying? And being surrounded by people that love you, you hug every now and then, you know, those are the things that will help you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, purging, you know what I'm saying? As the, as the indigenous call it getting well, you know what I'm saying? They call it getting well. When you let go. All of these things are energies within us 
that you know have they 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 they're physical. They have manifestations. You can purge yourselves of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're dealing with. So you know, I extend that invite. You might need it sooner than other people. You know, in terms of your hibernation. I'm 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 in the mountains. You know, I, I do not. I'm not excited to come back to the city at all. You feel me? Because uh-huh. it's it's something that uh-huh. I've, I've grown out. Of. I don't need it. There's there's nothing there for me. I don't feel. You know, outside of commerce, these are financial centers, and that's how they should be dealt with. But when you're talking about living, when you're talking about the best parts of this earth, if you're sacrificing, if you're frontlining, then you deserve it. You you owe it to yourself. If you're out there putting in all that work to to pay twenty five hundred dollars to live in a box. You know what I'm saying? At least have some clean air to go along with that. At least have some clean I mean, water yeah, to right. go along with that. What's hold on, what's hold on. And I'm, I'm in mm-hmm. I'm in the region of the planet that's uncontested, meaning that our people ain't up here, and it ain't like because they're not invited. They just not up here. You feel me? Mhm. So at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're left with this understanding that a lot of people have made choices that they have to live with in a way that the world is compounding or avalanching on them because of those choices, that's what they got to live with. You know what I'm saying? So if they're not ready to make new choices, you know what I'm saying? If they're not ready to, uh, you know, step out on the ledge and take that risk, how would you ever know whether you could fly or not? And that's what the people on this trip, they, they had to take risk. They had to make choices. They didn't know whether there was a safety net underneath them. You feel me? But they found mm-hmm. out that they could fly this weekend. Mm-hmm. So this is what this is about. Like, you know, what what is guaranteed these days in life? What, you know, people are extracting information off of the Internet. How do you know what's real versus what's fake? It's the matrix. You know what I mean? So this is why I had to uh, have this program and a signal up to salute the people who made this event monumental. You know what I'm saying? I had to salute mm-hmm. them and I had to acknowledge of course, you know, the, the, the initial people that put this idea into the universe, my brother Divine Elohim and his wife Kamara, you know what I'm saying, and their beautiful children as well because everybody played their part, you know what I mean? And this was a, yeah. an idea that initially was, was a thought in their minds that they made come into fruition, and they extended their home, they extended the, the you know, the, their 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 community as well, because you know what I mean. They brought people into a community and introduced them to the surrounding community that they have befriended, and on the strength of their, you know what I'm saying, with these people and these people saying, okay, you people are my peoples and you my people, and then later on after the ceremony, you my family. You feel me? So this is what we experienced. You know, we experience bringing people out of the matrix into Zion in real time. Not just to talk. Okay? But the actuality of we were able to show people a different reality and leave the choice up to them at this point. You understand? Indeed. So, I want to leave. Yeah. I just wanted to share that. You know, it was so powerful that I even felt healing in my body, just knowing that you was out there. Once I knew that everything was good, that 
you was there and everything was great, that's when I began to feel certain kind of energy, okay? Visit me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to, people don't understand. They're not, you might not understand family. No. When you're amazed somebody. how many friends was going there. Yeah. No, that's what I'm trying to say. I so I'm speaking to the 5%. So when you're connected to a, when there's an egg that splits in half, family, that means that your DNA and your chromosomes, that time does not exist the way that the Western society taught you. Distance and time are illusions. So... If someone shares your DNA and your chromosomes and all and your spirit and, and they're in another location on this planet and something is happening to them, both positive or negative, if you're intricately related to that person, those who are married and those who have children who they procreated from their wombs or their scrotum, their, their sperm, you understand what I'm saying, can relate. If anybody ever lost a child or if anybody ever lost a loved one that was very close to them, you could relate to what it is that I'm saying. So take it and, and we're using both extremities. If you gained and if you lost, you know what I'm talking about. We always use loss as a modality to explain and teach. So I'm just using that example. But I can also say, you know, if you went, if you had a, a sibling or a loved one and they won the lottery, you know, or they had some good sex somewhere far away. You probably could wake up with your toes tingling. You'd be like, where did that come from? Let me call my brother and see if he scored. Yeah, he scored. That's what it was. So, we are connected. Yeah. I felt it. I just want to let you know that. I applaud you for making the necessary moves. Do what it is that you have to do. I will do such myself. I was supposed to go to Miami as well and go um, lay up and get some sunlight and uh, do some work, some creativity, some creative work. I didn't make it. Felt I felt a little bit under the weather, but I'll be out there. So, um, but yeah, we continue. I'm gonna go ahead and make my trek. And you go ahead and do what you do, and I'll catch. Uh, I'll, I'll link back up, and we'll, you know, continue. Yeah, yeah, do that, and we definitely link up. At this time, I want to open up the phone line to, uh, like I said, my brother that was responsible, you know, who held this thought, and the thought ultimately manifested into reality that we're here talking about tonight. So. I want to open up the line for my brother, Divine Elohim, caller from 541. Yeah. All right, caller from 541-900. Oh. Okay. This is from my landline, 708. All right, caller from 541-708. Peace. Peace, 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 brother. Peace, God. Yes, yes, 
Yeah, my apologies, family. My line dropped as well, but I am back. All right, got the brother on a different phone, so hopefully we can hear a lot clearer now. Let me open up the line five four one nine zero zero. Peace. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's a lot better. A lot better. Well, that's interesting because I was trying to um call inside my house, and I'm outside right now, so now you can get a little better sense of what's going on because where we at in the hills there are really no satellites um that you could tap into so sometimes the reception is good and then other times it ain't so i'm gonna just you know go into my meditation outside in the cold um which is you know it is cold out here we got the four seasons and just want to give thanks to the audience give thanks to the people who showed up not only for their first sit with the native tribe that um, I got introduced to um, over four years ago and um, my collective family that is, um, you know, a part of this whole movement, which, you know, we sort of look at the earth as the lifeline and we know that's the lifeline. So a lot of the natives that I deal with, we, we, we call it the only thing that we could really do is protect it by putting our hands in the soil or, um, you know, praying for the water. So the gist of this whole retreat was about tapping into the water because we know that the water is sourcing. Me and my, my partner, my other half, which is water, she's a, you know, powerhouse when it comes to prayer. She 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 kept on telling me through my meditation, like, um, once we get organized and more focused with – um. You know, ourselves, because this year, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody got attacked, but this year we, we went through a, a, a attack for what we represent as as a nucleus, as well as a family, and as well as um, a people that, that deal with plants and, and, and are naturalists. You know, we got attacked by a whole system that basically, you know, said that how we live wasn't considered to be the natural form of living. Because, you know, they looked at us as 
not only identified through the corporate sanction, but, you know, you guys shouldn't have access to this. And I was just like, you know, if you want to basically look at my blueprint, the same blueprint you got, I got, but guess what? I'm a, I'm a whole firm to the, to the natural way. So when it all came said and done and they, they observed me and the, the authorities started observing who I was and they knew who I was, um, you know, through the prayers. They couldn't attack me, but they attacked my little ones. And this is sort of what led me to sort of hearing what the brother um, Red Pill was speaking about in terms of the anger and, you know, the actual frustration of our people and who are our people and who is the call for and what we here for. But on the front line, when I thought I was definitely on the front line with plants and people know me as a plant practitioner, where the plants choose me, you know, it's like when you get chose to do something, I, I, I've always been taught it's a responsibility. So the responsibility of the plants choosing me is why I had to focus on really centering myself to say, well, if I'm saying I'm going to live for this, then my family nucleus can be attacked for this. And they attacked my kids. And to make a long story short, the reason why they attacked them is because I didn't have them in the corporate sanction. They don't have socials. They didn't have birth certificates. You know, I claim my indigenous status, my nationality status. When it all came forward, it was just the ancestors that really awakened me and them to, to see that we was not only parents that can protect, you know, our family, but these youth supposed to be with us, not in the system. And when the paperwork started coming together, because the illusion was the paperwork, because everybody get caught up in the paperwork, which the illusion was the paperwork that they tried to tie us into. But, of course, I wasn't recreated because I wasn't under their status in my partner being from Canada wasn't under their status. So the debate was, well, how did y'all have live births? And um, how did y'all formulate y'all paperwork? We made it long. We, we just put it forward and was like, well, here's our live births. This is what we wrote up. In the states that we had our kids, it's acknowledged that you can have home births, which a lot of people, you know, should start tuning into the state that if you have, you know, a home birth, you put it on the record that these home births can be manifested and acknowledged. And the, the the courts was like, yeah, you're right. We can't debate you on a religious level, on a spiritual level, and on a cultural level. That's where the divide happens. So to speed dial us up to why we chose to do the retreats, we felt that after, you know, the kids came back forward, we can give something back to, you know, the call, the call out to the universe because it's only two of us and my little light beings and, you know, my three little daughters, you know, and I say in developing and my son, Michelle Zedek, who's in school. But I'm like, well, I need, you know, my tribe to come out. And, and, and when I say tribe, I'm a person that said, like, well, I may be the body, you know, but somebody may be the arm, the head, the leg, you know, symbolic to Voltron, you know, for those who remember, remember that cartoon, you know. And uh, that's sort of what we did. We went to the water, you know, went to Oshun, and, you know, we know that our mother deals with sweetness, you know. She can be bitter, but when you put out in your universe, you want something sweet, and, you know, I feel like Oshun always sort of comes up and steps up, and we said it like, all right, if the call goes out, you know, and the people hear it, we're going to bring them to the water. And, and, and that's what we did. Can you hear? Can, can you hear me, Paul? Clearly. 
Okay, cool. So once um the call went out and and, and pardon us for, you know, I, I'm not tuned in to the to the internet the way I supposed to. So I had to call on my brother Blue Pill to to assist me. So I mean, a lot of elders that I do know and throughout the whole universe was 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 an acknowledgement of me putting a call out. That's first. Like not to really be frank about who didn't come and who didn't show up. The call came out for those who tuned in. Call that was for everybody. It ain't for me. It's for everybody because I said it's a body. It's a collective consciousness. So I tapped into Blue's energy because I feel like Blue, just being my brother, came up here before and knew the importance of this being clean and clear and us tapping into that energy. I called him up and said, well, let's put something together last minute. And it, it was last minute, but last minute is still on time because we're in the here and now. If you ask it for something, right. you know, in the universe, it comes forward. So I agree that some people can be mad about why they didn't find out, but I feel like the I think that the, Hello? I, I, can you hear me? I feel Indeed. like the, the 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 response came to those who were supposed to get in and me seeing um that blue was on point and holding that energy. I I came to New York. I came out of my nest, out of my hibernation cuz I told you my kids had just got attacked. We beat the case. Everything came back into to the fullness and the case was more of a victory for my ancestors. So, I was like, let me activate now. When I say activate, my activation ain't just one person. It's a collective response. So I came to New York where the movement is. That's where everything is. I met Brother Rich for the first time. Shouts out to Brother Rich for holding down that interview that me and um, Blue did, you know, and, and Red Pill at um, Baba Huru Space. Shouts out to Baba Huru. Shouts out to the brothers I met for the first time that's in the trenches, you know, that I just want to commend that they doing the works in the field. And, you know, in the field, we also got to commend ourselves to saying that when we fight, you know, we got to have something that's happening to for ourselves. It may sound selfish, but really it is a self-preservation. And that's one thing I want to keep on reiterating tonight, that when you're dealing with self, it's a self-preservation. Because if you are who you are, you're going to know that it it becomes a time where you, you, you get tested. You know, and the test is, well, how do I feel? Do I feel like, you know what I'm saying, I'm optimal to do what I got to do? Do I feel regenerate, you know, um, um, you know, in tune with my powers? Or do I feel like, you know what I'm saying, I want to wake up, you know what I'm saying, and just create and be in my creative flow? Because those things is what basically shows us that we not only alive, but, you know, some that I've been taught too. Because as an adult, you know, we put on this mask to say that I got to defend myself from, childlike ways that still exist in us, not not being naive, but being childlike to our to our, our, our gifts that, you know, the most high blessed us with through our mother, through our father, and through our own choice of our mother and father's gifts and our own gifts that we got to share to the universe. So being said that, you know, the call came out to the tribe, um, of course, I, I opened it up where anybody can come to water first because of course if you're gonna do something the water and nature can hold us down first and as it evolves it became funny because i got my land down the street from this area called stewart springs which is in mount shasta which is 
you know, a source of water that I can just tell you that when you jump into it, it's the fountain of youth, and you will have people's testimonies that you may hear tonight that when they interacted in this water, not only did they feel young again, but they felt like, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it put a spark back into their whole DNA code, which shows me that it's a real, you know, important place to be to bathe like the ancient people used to do, you know, and have done since the beginning of time. These ways has always been in us. It's just us remembering these ways. So going to Stewart Springs, I felt like this should cap off everything because not only is the grandfather right in your presence, this whole energy that you are around is protected by a source that may be extraterrestrial to those who don't know because it is foreign if you're not familiar with it. But as soon as you get into the flow of it, it becomes familiar because not only did people say they saw shooting stars, it was a whole grid of the star constellation they never seen before. They saw motherships and they saw beings. I said to them, like, well, is it familiar? Is this something that you can, you know, remember that you already was a part of? And the those who came, that's what they stated, which was a testimony of showing that the synchronicity, brother, that you spoke of with your twin is something that I can say that your DNA actually is multidimensional, but it's also familiar with the same code of others, too, if y'all tapping in that same source. Because not only was people saying that, they was also saying they had dreamed the place that, you know, me and my, my partner introduced them to, and they remember people's spaces in these dreams. And the, as the testimonies start picking up and people start grounding in, because we grounded in first with the water, then we grounded in with cacao from, you know, the Mayan tradition. Yeah. And it was crucial that a brother who was there from Mexico didn't even know his genealogy. Man, he was a Mayan. I mean, that's all I can sort of tell y'all. When you see him, it's like, you know it, bro. He was putting his hands up to praise, and anytime he had an interaction that was a miracle or phenomenon, he he, he looked like a Mayan native and was tuned in like that. You know, shouts out to Matthew uh, because that's 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 who uh, the brother man, was. and Brother experienced coming uh, <laughs> uh, on, on his trip. He followed his urging. You know, a uh, uh, elder of his told him that he needed to find his ancestors. He didn't know nothing about it. He came into contact with the video, and he pursued his inner urge. That brother left that trip with $1,200 up. He kept running into gifts. You know what I'm saying? Pursuing his his higher self, and he had a transcendental, transformational experience. Now, when we said people saw beings, when we said they saw the mothership, when we said they saw all of these things, they were not on drugs, family. We want to make that clear, okay? So they weren't hallucinating. Super clear. Super clear. Super clear. And another thing another thing okay. that I can tell you, which a lot of people sort of said off of the video, which, you know, I want to make it very in tune with, sacred plants choose you. You know what I mean? We can talk about psychedelics all day, but what is psychedelics? Psychedelics is a psychedelic experience. You could do that with your breast, you know? So we didn't have to ingest nothing like the brother Blue Pill just said. People that was there was having natural phenomena and miracles happen right in their mere meditation of them waking and going back into their rest state to show that I don't have to debate nothing. You bear witness to what you see because that's your testimony, because that's the testimony that each one of us have and has to share 
in this whole evolution or this ascension. So getting back into the source of what I was saying, when we went to the water, everybody bathed, everybody got tuned in, and it was unfamiliar spirits around us. But as soon as we grounded in, it's like that saying that, well, you know you're around somebody that's definitely got love energy, even if it's negative and it's hate-based, that love is going to connect everybody, and you're going to see everybody for what it's worth. So everybody had to basically accept that because guess what? We opened up our space, and we let those who we didn't know come to my place where I rest my head, but my ancestors was there. So it's like even if it's something that's unfamiliar and somebody's going through what we say is a process, we still there to hold space for them to say that we are in service and gratitude, not to say this is mine and this is what I got. I was holding space for them, and I let them come to my space because that space is a sanctuary for those who are called to come. And when they come, you will see the whole collective that's supposed to be there is going to come forward because the waking meditation and manifestation of all of us being together is that we felt like we have to not only get away from the matrix, but we need to be self-sustainable. And mind you, I'm a step away from that. All next year, I'm dealing with the sun. We just did the water. The water is there. I got artesians, wells. We can drink all we want. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was drinking out of the faucet. Just to give you another testimony, and I said to him, I said, test this. If you feel like this water ain't clean, then show me that it ain't clean. But I know it's clean because I'll drink it. I'll let my kids, my babies drink it. And as the night went on, went on everybody was like, not only is the water clean, brother, but they was bathing in it, and they was like, yo, I feel super refreshed when we shifted from going to this area of Stewart Springs to my land, which my land is in an area called Montague, California. It's known to be the home of Bigfoot or Sasquatches. We can get into that conversation when, you know, we start talking about the cactus because the cactus that we ingested is actually an antenna, which is called Grandfather Peyote. And the ushers of this sacred, you know, sacrament, you know, these Sasquatches, they they protect this. You know, as funny as it may sound, and I'll have bear witness to hearing these Sasquatches, I mean, and when I see them, I know that they exist because I can tell you testimonies of indigenous people, and it's actually an area that, for those who will come, called Sasquatch Trail, which is actually a place that I want to take some of the brothers and sisters who want to go, you know, to these sacred areas because these sacred areas exist and these actual beings exist that people want to say, oh, that's fictional and, oh, I don't exist. That's, it's real. It's a reality for those who ready. You know, these beings will visit you when you're ready because you open to it. It ain't got nothing to do with race, color, or creed, no ego involved, you know, no sickness involved. It's really about, okay, I'm ready to embrace something that's new to me that I want to basically show that this respect for nature, this respect for life, this respect for what creation is of the creator is how we actually is an extension of each other. So these beings abiding to be on Mother Earth, too. You know what I'm saying? People say, well, shit, the white man is going to go to the moon or wherever they want to go to the Mars. And I'm like, they can leave. Let Get them the fuck up out of here because if they leave it, at least I'll be here to hold space with the Earth to bring in a new inner gift, build something new for us because 
that's what we have to do. It's a new example we got to show. So that's why I came over to this area to do my work set. And like the brother said, um, the people here, you know what I'm saying? Um, of course I don't see my, my tribe here like it's supposed to be. But I've been taught through the prophecy, and I'm saying this the prophecy of what everybody knows, where you dwell in the mountains, you know, everybody is eventually going to come to the mountains because everything here in this area is pure, you know. You can could, you could <laughs> breathe pure I, air. You you can look at the clouds and be like, wow, I can touch the clouds. You can look at the stars and be like, the stars is right next to me as we driving, you know, you. And, and and people with interacting with these actual you know, creations that we always say that is outside of us, which is really inside of us. And just getting back into the source of the home setting, like when I brought everybody to my home, not only did people show super respect, but they couldn't believe that I would open up my home to strangers. And I said, you guys ain't strangers to me because as funny as it may sound, it's like I've already meditated on who was going to come. You know, active meditation where when I wake up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and my partner can tell you I'm such a light sleeper, I'm actively meditating on what I want to see to create each waking hour of the day. And I'm in my flow of the day. So it always was something to do, but it was crucial because it got to a point where my partner was overwhelmed and I kept on telling her, like, yo, it's good for you to ask. The same way that these people are here on this retreat and, of course, she was saying, well, I got to be in service and gratitude. And I'm like, yo, you are in service and gratitude. If these people don't know that basically we extending our arms like this and we can't ask them to assist us, then shit, I don't supposed to do this. So once you start grounding in and seeing, seeing that we can ask for help and the brothers and sisters start helping us, when I say help, as in building the teepee, as in going to gather wood, and I'm taking people down roads and places they ain't never seen before, like where it, 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 it would take us two two days to do something. These things is happening with a, a mere um, manifestation of 20 to 30 minutes. And we acknowledging that the time ceased to exist because once you start doing ceremonies, you do have obstacles. But these obstacles is like a dance. It's like you can actually see Everything come to you, but you would never stop in the dance because that mo that movement is the only thing that you can remember to make you, you got to go through the obstacle. So we kept on moving, and everybody started getting into the movements. And I kept on saying, welcome to the dance, because once you start dancing, you know that you have to pace yourself because now you're going from one extreme to starting and to another extreme, and the, ne the next extreme was, you know, the prayer and the meditation, which, you know, led us back to why we actually felt that if I'm going to say I'm praying and I'm going to be on the front line, I'm going to send my spirit over to stand the rock because that's the easiest thing for me to do. Like, we ain't got to die no more. We ain't got to be sacrificed no more. So I told the brothers and sisters, I was like, I'm going to bring y'all to this teepee because I know this is a mothership for me. And even if y'all telling me y'all in tune with water, we can send ourselves over there to give them strength or send ourselves to Flint, Michigan, or New York, anywhere we want to in the universe. Because once you start praying, the prayer switches from you, but you pray for others, you know, because 
actually, you start with yourself. I mean, obviously you do. Why wouldn't you? Because you're looking at this fire. You're looking at these elders. You're looking at these indigenous people. You like, I hear this heart with this, this heart drum. I see this soil. I'm on the earth. You know, like, you like, shit, I feel like a baby again. You in yoga positions. You know what I'm saying? You trying to get comfortable while you on this ride. But it was also familiarizing ourselves with being on the earth because you have to sit. You can't get up. You know what I mean? If you get up, it's sort of like a disrespectful thing. Like, how can you get up when you're on the earth and the earth is very stable and secure? You got to get tap into that source. They be like, I'm stable and secure in this prayer. So being introduced to the actual native way and of, of peyote from um, an elder and a, a good friend of mine and an uncle of mine, we call him Uncle Freddie Watkins, he absentee Shawnee, he um, took me to a sit before a couple years ago, and it was funny because he kept on saying, man, when the natives sit, you know, they'll sit for 16 hours, and you can't use the bathroom. So I kept on joking with everybody like, well, you know, I don't know how he's going to feel because it's really about how he feel because, he he, you know, he the anchor. So if the anchor, you know what I'm saying, is like, I don't want you to get out to hold the energy because it's a current flow. It's on a respect level, you should do it because you're seeing elders and sh- that's in that, that, that's it, that ain't moving. And I'm like, I'm not going to let no elder who's 70, 80, who's sitting down, pray harder than me. I, it may be egotistical, but that's the re- that's the discipline I had to put myself in to say, I got to be able to do that. So the time that I did go to this sit and I sat for 16 hours and I didn't use the bathroom, of course you can use the bathroom. But when you actually move through it and you hold that space and you don't use the bathroom, not only is those prayers heard, it's like the source is like, I acknowledge you because not only did you see your way through that process, you actually can give thanks that you made it when you was de- denying yourself that or doubting yourself that you couldn't do it. It's like you had I had to tap into a part of me that I was like, man, if I don't use this use pee, um, if I don't pee right now, I'm gonna pee on myself. And of course, you don't want that to happen. But as soon as you start listening to that heartbeat, those prayers, and that drum, and then looking at that fire and that and that peyote start actually rooting you back into the source, which is sort of why we say is rooted, you know, the cactus has been here since the beginning of time, and we know that if something is here be- before the beginning of time, it's ancient because it's, 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 it's aware. It's, it's, it's wise because it's something that you can't take away from it, and we call it grandfather because it's like your old grandfather that you know you know exists, but he like, yo, you need to sit right here, and you need to listen to my wisdom, and if you ain't ready to listen to that wisdom, guess what? You know, you're going to throw up. You're going to throw up because you can't, and you know, you can't deal with the energy that you may be holding on to that you know you're supposed to let go of. Not egotistical as it may sound, but most people hold on to what they're dealing with, and they don't even trust and let go. So in that process of letting go or getting well, you feel rebirthed, not only rebirthed, but you letting go of that that may have been in you forever, like, oh, I ain't going to let go of you, brother, because not only is you messed up in your psychological thinking, you got all these doubts and stresses, and I just love being inside you. I'm a host now. So now all the stuff we're saying is outside of us. Oh, that's a vampire spirit. Oh, that's a parasite. 
guess what? That parasite and that vampire is inside you like, oh, I got you now because not only am I, am I I'm paying attention to what you're saying in your mind state that you're sort of forgetting about, it's like you paying homage to the thoughts that really ain't relevant to your spiritual evolution, and those things actually play out in that sick when you do get well. And, 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 and everyone don't get well, you know, because it's that whole thing of, when it's time, you know, you're you going to get well for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, and it took me about four years of going to these sits for me to acknowledge that, you know, I need to let go, you know, of something. And when I let go and got well, not only did my family hold space for me, they was just happy because it was an interconnection with me that I was like, man, I can let go of this energy that I've been holding I've been holding a whole village. I've been holding a whole planet. I've been holding my family. I've been holding, you know what I'm saying, these 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 energy sources that's been sucking me up. I've been holding so much shit that I'm like, man, I need to let go of this shit. You know what I mean? And I say shit because it's shit, man. It's it's shit inside us, man, that, you know what I'm saying, that you know that you need to let go of. You know what I mean? That it's in that colon, too, that's just basically, you know, festering, you know what I'm saying, through processed foods, you know what I'm saying, and I'm a vegan vegetarian, have went through my evolutions and traveling, and I always say to myself, you know, thank, get, thank you most high for allowing me to drink good food, eat good food, drink good water, you know what I'm saying, give me the best, but even in that, in that, in that dichotomy of that, you still can come up short, so when I did get well, you know, it was, it was something that was something that I can tell you that I can always connect to that because it made me not only appreciate the medicine, it made me say that I would suggest this for my indigenous tribe, my African tribe, because it's a prophecy that the natives have always said that the people from Africa want the peyote medicine because it's a part of them, you know, and the elder Uncle Freddie, who's who 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 talked to me about it, kept on saying it's that time for our African tribe to come, your African tribe to come forward. So that's what this whole call was about, for those to come forward, you know, and actually sit with each other. You know what I mean? Can you hear me, brother? Absolutely. Okay, sit with each other, and we 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 give thanks for just remembering that we the same. And, and, and it was crazy because, I mean, I thought it was going to be us eight, 17 people that showed up. Man, when we got inside that, that sit, and, and and it's funny as it may sound, it's like, I'm like, I do know I got a tribe, but damn, you know what I'm saying? The people who showed up, it was 37 to be exact. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, not only is that powerful, but it, it, it's actually it's actually a testimony of how when we come together with that that prayer, everybody really hears that prayer too. And everybody that was there, we know we had to let go of some of our, you know what I'm saying, our doubts because it was some. You know, European Europeans that was there. Don't get me wrong. Like, um, I know Europeans, but you know, I've also heard that. Guess what? They may be going through their karmic, you know, debt to us, but they pray harder. 
You know why? Because they fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And they got to basically get their shit together. So the shit we going through, they going through, but they going through it to try to get well and trying to, you know, be here longer. Because they got to be right. here longer, too, to make this shit right. Because it's they got a legacy, too. You feel me? And, 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 and we can get into the reptilians, you know, and we know that the reptilians dwell in us. But what I'm trying to say to everybody is, it ain't got nothing to do with color no more when it's light-based. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's what we are. We light workers, and, and that's what I saw. You know what I'm saying? And it took me a while to really get into that reality because I kept on saying to myself, too, in the past, I'm fighting against the system, and the system is reptilian. I wasn't fighting against white motherfuckers. I was fighting against this corporate stamp that made me a consumer. And I had to say to myself, like, how am I a consumer if I'm supposed to be from the greatness? I need to I need to fucking shut up and fucking put up. You feel me? So I start shutting up and putting up by saying, guess what? My ancestors, if y'all saying y'all with me, show me that I'm supposed to be here. So that's what started happening. Not only did they show me I'm supposed to be here, they like, here, here go this land. What you going to do with it, Devon, since you said you want this now? Well, shit, the only thing I could do is say I need my help and I need to call forth my tribe who's a part of me to, to, to show up because it's bigger than me. But guess what? I got a vision. I know one thing when y'all come in March, I bet y'all going to see some urits. I know y'all going to see some solar panels. I know you're going to see these plants, and I'm you're going to be like, shit, how you here, – here we go. Let, let's, let's get going. I know I want people to put their hands in the soil. I know I want them to come over. So it's like – those things is what we're going to build up to. You know what I'm saying? I felt like it was a good, great baby step. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying we making strides, but once you take that first initial step and you can see that Hold you on. ain't going to fall. Hold on, Hello? man. Yeah. We took yeah, a yeah. big foot step, bro. <laughs> You right. You right. You right. Everybody went on. You right. Everybody you right. went on faith. Nobody really you knew right. what they was getting in self included. You understand? You right. And we all found out. You right. To fly. You right. What's you right. And I agree. You, I agree, brother. I agree. And and and, and not not only did you take that big foot step, it was trust. You know, and that was it. We trusted each other, for sure. <laughs> Bro, we were off the grid, far away from, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what anybody would consider, like, we was in the Boonies family. You're right. You know, people talk about it a lot, about, y'all want to get out the Matrix, I want to get off the grid. We was off the grid, family, okay? And there was a trust factor mm-hmm. that had to be on 1,000, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we experienced more bonding in a short period of time under those conditions and circumstances, but not only because we was in the middle of nowhere, it's because we was just genuine. Everyone had light. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the healing mm-hmm. immediately just from production, just from people meeting and building with one another. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Before ceremonies. And then the ceremony mm-hmm. kicked in visually. People were able to experience transformation and that compounded to the collective. Mm-hmm. You feel me? To the collective. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we 
increasing the, the temperature of the sun. We was moving. Man, listen. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, yeah, you tell him, did you tell him about the, the hill and, and the sun salutations and, you know, the actual things that was actually transmuting through our DNA and through us? I don't, I, don't, I don't want to tell him nothing. Me personally, because they could be like, oh, they had a brother go again. It's the brother to be talking to aliens and making spaceships and motherships disappear and he took to a number and like that. This thing is weird. I'm already tagged as weird. So I'd rather the people who had the real life experiences give their personal testimonies because they are you, family. They are the audience. They're the listening audience who stepped forth on faith and yeah. said, you know what? I'm looking for something fucking real. I just came into this community. Yeah, I hear this. I hear that. But I want to see if mm-hmm. this shit is real. Exactly. And those are the people that we are grandmothers mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. in between. Mm-hmm. And everybody left the situation on high, satisfied, transformed, can't wait to return to participate. So, mm-hmm. again, you know, I, I call myself the blue pill, but that's the fake out, okay? <laughs> I really <laughs> came to the planet. You know what I'm saying? To offer with, with in the Matrix in that movie they call the red pill. To get out of this Matrix. To unplug. We don't need it. Mm. There's nothing there for us that mm. we can't do for ourselves in our own reality, on our own terms. Nothing. Mm. Not yes, one sir. thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not one thing. And you're talking to somebody who laid the foundational bricks of this community. I didn't only bring in my brother. Okay, I brought in A.A. Rashid. When I met Brother Polite in 2007 in a small bookstore on Utica Avenue, I brought him in. I was telling him he needed to come in. You know what I'm saying? So there's many people that I have actively participated with bringing out of the matrix and into our conceived, quote-unquote, Zion. That don't mean mm-hmm. that niggas ain't going to cipher. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the opportunity for you one reality into coming to another one where now you can, right, hack a programmable reality and make it your own. That's real. That's in real time. We did that. Yeah, it's tangible. We did that. As I was saying, it was tangible, and it is tangible. We can hold that charge. We can continue to build it. Because my thing, like the brother said, it's about sustainability. I'm not going to deal with the belly aching and the crying about Trump administration. You know what I'm saying? Trump and Pence and what we up against. I'm not going to go through that. We're only going to deal with a solution. All right? If they mm-hmm. can fucking elect a reality star as president, God damn it, then it's no whole ball. Like, anything can happen. You can create your reality. Okay? There are no rules no more. You can do yep. this for yourself. Or you can sit there under the shit storm while they're telling you it's raining. You can do that too. <laughs> okay? I'm not going to hop for that. I'm going to hop out of it. And I'm going to create my own reality with those who want to create their own reality as well. And we're not going to be scared about being off the grid because we know all we got is us anyway. And I'm not going to be scared about the fact that we might be around Europeans. Nigga, you're around Europeans in the hood anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't you're nowhere right. when you ain't around And if you think that you're not, like, you know, I, I live in Atlanta, nigga. I live in Detroit. Okay, you're surrounded by Europeans in Atlanta and Detroit. 
You're surrounded by the clan, matter of fact. And you're paying rent to them. Hmm. And the joke's on you. Hmm. And they can run down on you whatever they want. Because you got your back turned with your head in the sand. Or the ground or the dirt. And you won't see it coming. So we might as well be amongst family creating, you know what I'm saying? Our own reality. And then we could jump off this grid and we could go somewhere else when we're ready to do that. But I'd be damned if I'm going to sit up in that motherfucking concrete jungle and that financial center and we ain't really dealing with finances, you know? Because what we see with Standing Rock, that's corporations. Those are corporate interests. That's capitalism. Exploitation of resources, okay? Hmm. And we don't give a shit about the people. That's capitalism. And people think that they're going to get ready to play this game with Trump. Oh, he's all about business. We're about to do big business. Oh, okay. Big bank take little bank. Okay? Yeah. You don't got your situation one, situated? <laughs> all right. One, one thing I can say, too, to reiterate what he said about the resources and, and, and what we got access to is that it's abundant, man. It ain't no fucking lack no more. Like, I be hearing motherfuckers talk about the, the, well, the, it is lack in the fucking um, city. It is lack because it ain't. We don't own it, you know. We don't own that. And, and, and I'm just talking about basic, you know, ownership of, of of a home or you know what I'm saying. That water that you know a person depending on, like that. It ain't no ownership in that. You feel me? So when I basically you know got the land, the two things that actually came to me that was super important is that it was some apocalypto. Militia cats that had the land That heard my testimony And said to me like Should I build this house bro But here this is yours Because at the end of the day I can't even bring the people here I know you can You feel me So this is for you But if I go down the road And you need something Believe me you I could tap into them resources That they got And they got a lot of resources and it ain't about race, color, and creed. They got some shit, you know, because I didn't pay attention to what they got. But I can tell you the big resource that I saw when we was there and us coming together as a family. We talked about two important things, and each day we made sure that that was there. We had the water, you know what I mean, that could be bottled. Shit, I got access to lithium water. I got access to water that, you know what I'm saying, pH is 9.6. You know, if oh, I want to yeah, put the bottle me. out... Because people run around and they, they like quoting Dr. Emoto, okay? The water that Dr. Emoto was telling you niggas about is the water up here, all right? This is the water he did the research on and said this is the best water in the world. Dr. Emoto, the one that you love to quote, he said it. I experienced it. I don't need to be told. <laughs> My life was transformed in 2014 when I tasted this water. I've been having a problem bottling water ever since. My hand won't let me close the bottle cap. Because I know that shit is inferior to the best water that I've ever experienced, which is the water up here. And this is the water age. We the water bearers. I'm a water sign. I've been in dedication to water for at least seven or eight years now. Yeah. All right? I was the first one to put gold in water and bottle the shit and stop hmm. playing. So yeah. I, I move on water. Water talks to me. I'm in service to water. I've dedicated my life to the mineral kingdom, period. If it's not sea moss, it's water. If it's not water, it's, it's the minerals by way of the, the jewelry. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm. The power pieces. All of it connects. And this is a vortex point for all of those things up here. Mm-hmm. So this exactly. is, this is again, this is out of love, family. This is out of love. This is out of the constant emails when we get from people in the community saying, well, what's the plan? Why are these niggas always arguing? You know, is nobody ever going to do anything? Does this shit only exist online? No, that's not what I came here for. That's not what I started this aspect of the community for. I had a vision in 2000. It's 2016. And I'll be damned if I'm going to stand by and let these niggas destroy that. I'm going to step aside and do me. Okay? But we're going to build a community for everyone that wants to participate and get out of the bullshit, get the, get out of the way of the bullshit to get out of the way of the bullshit. That's my life service. That's what I want to offer to the planet, uh, an alternative, mm-hmm. not the mundane. Not, not You don't have to settle for that. That shit is corny. <laughs> it's no longer in service of your humanity. Now it's time it to live. No How about it ain't no legacy, too, brother. And that's what we got to really be talking about. Because I, 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 I agree, bro. I've been, hearing, I've been hearing about the battles. And I'm like, bro, what is these brothers doing? Like, they like they verbally masturbating. Like, all that shit they talking about. Like, seriously, if y'all are leaders, a real leader is going to follow, you know, the truth. And they're going to lead the flock out of the fucking wilderness. Like Moses. So I, I'm adamant going. to tell you that... That, that, and Blue is, you know, in that community. I'm a part of it through the the prayer, but that ain't I ain't I don't give a fuck about the conscious conscious community because guess what? I'm already conscious, so I ain't finna go into something that's already there. I want to evolve that. I'm looking for my spiritual community. We spiritual too, you know. It's mind over matter right now. You feel me? And that's the thing that I got to tie back into to say that that's who I ushered in as well. You know, with the water. With the water presence, you know what I mean? We spiritual, we all water, you feel me? Shit, I mean, 80%, I mean, it may be 90%. They tell us 70%. Who the fuck knows? We know we water, though. Without the water, we can't be here. But I'm saying the spiritual family is what is what we connecting into right now. It's a spiritual war. It's a spiritual battle, you know what I'm saying? And I was battling myself first, battling with my family. I got out of that battle with my family. Battling with my kin. After you done battling, you like, damn, you ain't got to battle no more. What you got to do is hold space for your generations that's coming after you, before you, and leave that legacy. Because, you know, I'm at a phase now where I ain't saying I'm an elder, but shit, in the next 25 years, I know I'm going to be here, and I'm still going to be holding space for my, my light beings that's teaching me, and they elders, you know what I'm saying? So we really got to start shifting our energy to extend our hands back to those two who who, who really do know. And, and if they don't know, I mean, at least you can come and on a basic level, you know what I'm saying, embrace something that's, that's new and refreshing. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no fucking church. It ain't no fucking body preaching to you. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, felt at home. And I, I felt like that's what I wanted to make sure I reiterated to everybody, like, this your home. You know what I'm saying? Every, and when you when you come to add back. on to your home, leave something for your home. Leave something that that home can remember. You know what I mean? And that's sort of what I definitely planted this week 
this weekend with the brothers and the sisters, and they can come back whenever they want to because that's they showed up, and those who come and show up, they they walk. You should come back because why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you come to the source? And like he said, you ain't got we ain't got to talk no more. Now it's now the now it's the call and response because now the people who came they should be saying that today tribe and their communities what happened and it's gonna keep on you know matriculating that energy is gonna keep on collecting where it's gonna just be a power source and like he said we could start up by Shasta but there's other places that we can add on to but guess what I ain't going to fuck the Africa right now when I got some shit to add on to you feel me get the fuck up out of here y'all go to Africa and what you got there nothing you don't even speak their language. The motherfuckers is laughing at y'all like, y'all ain't got shit over here. Get the fuck back over that way. You feel me? That's y'all shit. Because they put us to sleep. This is where all the riches is. Right here in fucking America. But it's not America. Ha, 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 ha. Wake the fuck up. This mother earth right here. We on the planet. Wherever we go, we going to set up shop. You feel me? But right now, we setting up shop on a grid that's been set up for us to be here and has always been here for us. You know what I'm saying? And this grid is for those who want to usher in that energy to protect the earth. You feel me? It is a protection. And I want to be here to build some shit after everybody fucked this shit up. Come with some nuclear warfare. I got the remedy for that. Come with fucking the pipeline. You feel me? Get it popping because I still know how to get my water source, plants, do seeds, you feel me? Through myself. Because guess what? Mother Earth is going to be the ultimate sayer if this shit going to get destroyed. Not no fucking man and no pipeline. Get the fuck up out of here. Y'all don't believe that we don't know the source of existence? Shit. I know I know that one. And my people is fly as fuck. Y'all better get out here, though, because I know some fly as geniuses that need to be out here. That's doing some real shit. That's right. And that's who this I'm way you can create. For. Take it from a creative mind, you know. <laughs> I've created a lot of these companies. Like I said, I laid the foundational bricks to what you call the quote unquote conscious community. It was a thought. Shout out to my brother Black Dot and AA Rashid. You know? But for for the creatives, for the for the artisans, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a whole festival season out here, you know. Uh, Oregon went recreational. You know what I'm saying? And hint, like there's this, there's a lot to be done in these areas that you can sustain yourself and not only strive but you know flourish, flourish where and we guess, can extend. And guess what? And it, it, it ain't nobody stopping the, these plants. Even the banks can't stop it. You know, Colorado, you know, they got so much money. They saying the bank institutions is rejecting the money. Motherfuckers got cash hands-on business with cash, millions of dollars, like, you feel me? So if you got a million, what you going to do with your million? The only thing I know to do with my million dollars, because I have access to a million dollars plus, is keep on buying up land and resources. You feel me? That's the only thing that's the most smartest thing. You feel me? That I know is basic. It's basic. And that's what the brother can tell you, like, it's basic up here. It ain't even complicated. You feel me? I'm right side, I'm I'm in my house right now looking outside, and all I see is plants and trees. You know what I'm saying? It snowed, too. It did snow today, but, shit, I hope the bears don't come down the hill because 
You know, I'm on Bear Mountain. This area is where the bears dwell, you feel me? And and these bears do come. Should you put food out, guess what? They're going to come and eat that food. You feel me? We know what that's called. You feel me? Once again, you got to eat. But at least eat something natural. And that's sort of what I'm extending myself out to say, man. We all could be naturalists, and we could be in the whole dichotomy of what we want to build. And guess what? We could start here, and we could take it everywhere. My whole campaign is for the agricultural ambassadors. If you can't grow no food, get the fuck up out of here. You can't talk to me no more. It ain't nothing to talk about because I got to be able to eat. And that's who I want to meet. Indeed. I want the technology. I want the techni- the technicians, the geniuses, those people who, who got the sources. And I'm calling out them elders that talk me to death about, well, shit, I, I, I got this tech. Bring this shit out here then. I ain't got to be in the fucking hills. Bring this shit from the city out here. You feel me? And guess what? They're going to they gonna buy up all y'all shit. Y'all will be walking millionaires. You feel me? You shouldn't even be in the fucking hood right now. The people I'm talking about, I'm calling them out right now too. Like, get up out of here. What you Don't talk me. Feel me? Walk to the source. Because that's what I'm on right now. Walk to the source. You feel me? But, yeah, brother, you know, it's it's been real. And I'm glad to share this space with my brother, Blue Pill. You know what I mean? He he holding space. And, and shit, he familiar. We going in fucking shopping carts. White motherfuckers is bringing shop, carts up to him, kissing his rings. Like, come on, the testimony is real. I'm looking at him like, can I ask you, bro, how you feel about that? He like, bro, it's genuine. It's genuine. That's what I like to hear. It's genuine, bro. It ain't no hate. It's, it's, you are. We are experiencing life as we're supposed to experience it. People be talking that, you know, I'm a divine light being and all that. Well, we walking in that and we're witnessing it. You know what I'm saying? We don't have no. Uh, there's there's no walls up out here. You're in your divine being. It's like. When you get closer to the sun, you shine a light a lot brighter. You know what I'm saying? When you're in the city, you're on the bottom of the bowl. It's a lot harder for the light to cut through where it needs to cut through and reach you. So you might be mistaken for somebody that you're not in that environment. But up here, they see you for the guards you are and they respect that. It's full salute. You understand? They know their place and they play their part. Bottom line, I ain't got to talk too much. But what I will do I want to introduce your other half to the conversation so she can bring my feminine essence in the building. Peace, family. Thanks for welcoming me. (laughs) I'm Kamara Bay, and I've just been privileged to be part of the Cast of Medicine Retreat held over the last four days, and I hold sacred space and ceremony with queer family that I didn't even know I had. Um, and it's been a phenomenal, life-shifting uh, and altering experience. So I'm happy to be here and kind of share about it. Peace. Indeed. So, you know, as the um, the divine feminine energy, the one that was more so responsible for speaking to the family you know, you were kind of the one that was selecting the family to join us. How did you feel? Because you were going by spirit. So how do you feel in terms of, you know, did, was your spirit right? Yeah, you know, I I am um, 
I'm an intuitive, I'm an empath, and I'm super energy sensitive. So the call was put out um, for folks to come forward and once were giving us a call and messaging us. And I kind of knew within the first few sentences of, of, of correspondence whether the vibration was in alignment. And so the folks that came forward, you know, it was like we were all on the same frequency. And we came to realize or came to know that the ones that were there were the ones that were supposed to be there. And so our group meshed, our energies meshed to form a dynamic uh, that was really phenomenal. And we all feel super connected to each other after grounding in this way. We all experience healing on different levels. Everyone brought their gifts. I learned so much, and I know folks learned from me as well. So it was a symbiotic, uh, glorious experience. Yes, indeed. Um, now, in regards to the continuance of this particular energy, you know, what would you want the family to walk away with? And the people that are listening, what would you want them to know in regards to the next gathering, the next retreat? Well, you know, um, <clears throat> my partner and I, my mate, my man and I, we, our family has been blessed um, through our work that we do with our ancestors. We've been gifted with these resources and um, we want to share them out. And then we have a vision, a larger vision of creating vehicle for healing for many people. So we have 17 acres and we have a vision of um, really creating almost an eco village there in terms of building tiny houses and urids. And we already have water. Our next step is we are moving towards being completely self-sustained in terms of having harvesting the solar energy, having solar panels where we're completely interdependent or I'm excusing independent of the grid, um, and we have power, and we have a place where spirit family can be uh, when shit hits the fan. We already grow food, but we're going to expand with more greenhouses where we'll be growing year-round and, um, yeah, be self-sustainable. So these gatherings are a way for us pooling resources to feed that vision and in creating something. And then I want to speak to the medicine in terms of what the medicine offers us and where we are as a people and what we need. Our Native um, brothers and sisters have been using this medicine for centuries now, and it's a healing on a DNA. It's a healing on a cellular level. It's an activating energy. It's a purging of all that we don't need, all those blocks and things that hold us back from what we know we're supposed to be doing, we know we're supposed to be creating. We know our higher calling, we know our purpose, but we get kind of lost in the illusion of the quote-unquote real world and, um, and and get stuck. And this medicine helps us to realize and come out of that illusion and really be in the real, real world and be more activated. So I feel it's a healing that our people need. Like, for example, the peyote medicine itself was gifted from the indigenous people of Mexico to the indigenous people here just following the trail of tears as an agent to heal that trauma of what they went through. Well, when you look at us as a people and all of the trauma 
and it's in our DNA from 500 years, like trauma. And so that's a lot of healing that we need, and we got to take it to a cellular level in this way, and we got to heal on the spirit realm. And when more of us begin to do that, then we're going to be activated, and you're going to start seeing us be able to collaborate and work together better. Those of us who are healers be able to combine our gifts to push this healing out further and also to arm ourselves sensibly in terms of this spirit war that we are in and we've been in, and it's about to get more intense. So these medicines are important for that. So that's the big picture to me. Like I want folks to get healed up so we can do what we got to do for these babies and these next generations. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any idea how to follow up behind that. Um, You know, what I would, what I would say, what I would ask you, because they are, there are sisters out there that are listening to this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I want to, because I don't, you know, they hear our voice, I, you know, they see me on video. I don't know what they think. You know, was there any hanky-panky going on? You know, w- were the women feeling safe at this particular retreat? Were they comfortable? You know, we had married couples. Um, and then we had singles. And we had elders. We had pretty much a representative from every generation. Um I felt like the married couples that came forward, I feel like there was a deepening in their love bond. Certain medicines that we did partake in, the cacao, for example, um, it causes a deepening in terms of heart opening and relating in that way. Um, If there's a spark of love connection, you know, then that happens um, organically. So, (laughs) you know, you never know because there are singles, but this was like a brotherhood sisterhood, family vibration that was being formed. It mm-hmm. honestly and truly felt like a family reunion. Word. Now, you know, you can have a family reunion and certain cousins like each other or whatever, and it's a little spark here or there, but it was nothing, you know, overt yeah. or inappropriate mm-hmm. ever. This is family vibes. So, you know, um, in terms of safety and comfortability, I took it upon myself, and I am a matriarch, though I'm young. I don't claim to be an elder. I, I am a matriarch, and I um, am a nurturer. So I really took it upon myself to try to make sure everybody's energies were feeling good, that everything felt appropriate, everybody felt comfortable, everybody's needs were met. It uh, wasn't an easy task, but I took it as service, which is an honor. So um, it was all good vibes all around, you know. Indeed. I want to take time, you know, because we're speaking on the peyote. I want to take time. I want to open up the line and bring in the facilitator, um, our brother, our indigenous brother, who is responsible for the medicine that can give you a little back history on, you know, the, uh, I don't necessarily want to say the legalities of it, but the history of it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what number would our brother, brother Freddie, press five, number five, one on your phone? Go. All right, let me see if this is our brother. Call up from the five three zero four five nine. Brother Freddie, is that you? Peace. That's me. That's me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Uncle Freddie. Greetings, welcome, hey. peace, my brother. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Thank you for letting me come on. Let me get my Absolutely. words. My voice heard way out there. Yes. 
Yes, we enjoy sound. We great. You know, Uncle Freddie, always in the flow. Glad you. I, I'm glad you're on the right. internet. So I did want you to share just a little bit of the history of the peyote, you know, for the family that's out there. I know when I was growing up, I read about it and there was something about it that my spirit was like, this is indigenous medicine of your ancestors and you're going to partake in it one day. So it was something that I've always looked forward to because I was just always on that vibrational frequency. I didn't know everything about it that I that I should know or that I may have needed to know, but I learned a lot this weekend. I learned more than I anticipated. So I wanted to kind of share that with the audience as well. Can you give us a little brief background history on the plant? Yeah, this, this Grandpa Purity, you know, has been within our family for forever. You know, we've had, uh, they've got, uh, Petrified grandpa peels, you know, they're, they're solid rocks. You know, we came to the States here, you know, uh, one of our relatives went down to Mexico and got gored by a hog, a hog by a cow, a bull. And so those Indians down there, you know, on the border, well, of the United States, you know, they, they healed him up. So he brought it back over here on this side of, you know, the of the line. <laughs> And, you know, got it put into mainstream for the Indians to use. But along with that came with the Christianity, you know. We had to still fight around about that one. So nowadays, you know, uh, in order for it to be legal, we were supposed to convert to be Christianity. And we have to use that Christian word in there in order for... Uh, Uncle Freddie, be able to use this medicine. Yeah, Uncle Freddie, hold on one second. Hold one on second. one second, family. If you're listening on the radio, I need, I mean, if you're listening on your computer, I need you to dial in on your phone four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five three four seven six three seven two one three five to continue past the uh, cutoff point. So three four seven six three seven two one three five. Dial into that number, and you're going to be able to continue with us past the uh, the mark. All right, you got about a minute left, so please, uh, brother Uncle Freddie, please continue. Okay, so you know this medicine, you know, it was a gift to us, you know, and uh, it it was like I said, you know, it started out as a, as a cactus, but then you know it became you know uh, mainstream for all us Native American peoples. You know, it became a way for us to um, pray to Creator God in the four directions in all our relations, you know. But then again, you know, at the same time, Christianity still had their hand into it. You know, uh, of course, you know, uh, they said that Christianity, you know, Christians, you know, they used that wine and they used that uh, sacrament that they used, you know, to, uh, to whatever, the blood of Jesus Christ and all that. So they, we had to kind of convert to that way a little bit. So, you know, to nowadays, you know, like my gramps, my elders, you know, we don't use that Christianity in there at all. We've come to realize, you know, that we're from this little turtle island here and that Christianity floated across the, that ocean. 
So, you know, we kind of keep this, you know, to our Mother Earth where we sit on the ground, like the was mentioned. You know, we talk to the four directions, the universe, you know, and time. And time is nothing but measurement from uh, Europeans and all that, you know. When we go into the teepee, you know, we, we don't have time. Time stops. Sweat lodges, you know, ceremonies that we do, you know. And uh, I was very grateful to have that chance to share that with you relatives, you know, the relatives that came out to sit in and to enjoy these ways, you know, and, and be one with Mother Earth and be in tune with whatever you wanted to be in tune with. You know, uh, this this uh, grandpa that I use, you know, it healed my... Uh, I had prostate cancer and a lot of other problems, and it, it took care of it. I've, healed, I've seen this medicine heal ca- uh, cancer... Uh, ovary cancer, and there's a lot of things that this medicine can do for y'all. You know, it helps you ground yourself. We use Grandpa Cedar and Grandma Sage, and, you know, we use all these beautiful plants that we use, you know, in there. And that Grandpa Fire that opens that spirit door, you know, opens the spirit door to your mind, to your heart, to uh, the universe. You know, it's a beautiful way of life, you know, the indigenous, indigenous. You know, and, and you know, uh, relatives I know also that live in the city. That it's the only way that they can find their way out, you know, to be back to the, who they are. You know, to be self, to be centered into uh, this life. You know, negative, positive. You know, and this Grandpa Peoli showed us that way. Showed me that way. I think. You know, uh, when I go in there, you know, like you all say, you guys got to work on yourself. Before you can work on anybody else, you've got to be able to work for on yourself first. Take care of yourself first. That way you can go out there and uh, help other relatives out. And this Grandpa Piotti, you know, uh, showed us that way. Showed me that way. Excuse me. I keep saying us, you know, because, uh, like I said, family's family. We're all connected. So, you know, I want to say us, but it's got to be just me, you know, because each one of us has a different way, different view, different opinion of things, you know, so I can't just say that it's just all of us. But we're connected through this medicine anyways, you know. So I love these ways, and, you know, this medicine's here today, you know, because of our ancestors that fought and died for these ways here, you know, and still fighting and dying for these ways. Being locked up like that, too, you know, for uh, over a plant is kind of rough, you know, but we have to follow these guidelines and, you know, just be ourselves and try to hold hold our uh, seats as best way we possibly can and walk on this Mother Earth with softly, not too hard so we don't have to disturb her too much. But other relatives don't see it that way, you know. They close their eyes and they just, you know, destroy it. You know, like uh, Divine said, you know, let all those relatives go off to Mars and then we'll pick it back up. Our people believe that, you know, that, that day's getting pretty dang close. You know, we got earthquakes, you know, that... When Mother Earth decides to roll over a little bit and she shakes things up, some Grandpa Fire, you know, is running them up back east, down south, you know, and there's things that are happening that are showing these things that uh, Mother Earth's getting tired. The universe is getting tired. You know, Creator God, you know, he, he blesses us each day with life and a breath of fresh air and, like, water. And, you know, uh, every morning I think that way. You know, I get up, I pray, and I give thanks for the breath, and I give thanks for the water. I give thanks for my life. I give thanks for the things that, you know, I don't see, that um, sometimes I neglect and don't and look past. You know, but I'm still connected. 
and I love these words here, you know, everything that's around me is a part of me, you know, and uh, I was glad to be able to share some of the things that, you know, I don't know nothing, actually, things that I've heard through these ways here, you know. My relatives came and helped us out, you know, carrying a heartbeat songs, you know, old songs from way back, you know, and, and drum and all these different things, you know. I felt good, you know, to be able to put that out there, put TP up, you know, make that Grandpa fire out of cedar and sage and tobacco, you know, and a, a, a match, not a lighter, try to do the best I can to build that one open. You know, there's so many things in there that we can all study and learn from. You know, and I don't know, like I said, I don't know nothing, and I sit in the seat for a while. So, uh, I love you I all. I want you to speak about Uncle Freddie. I want you to speak yeah. about uh, Standing Rock and you know, meditation and the prayer that we have for the family in Standing Rock. How special was that? You know, we the thoughts comes in there, you know, we pray with that midnight water always. We pray with that morning water, which that woman carries in, which carries life. We all talked about um, Standing Rock and those relatives over there that are struggling with that black snake, you know, and trying to take care of it. And, you know, because it's going to do some damage, you know. And as for us relatives to be sitting at that moment, at that time, and to be talking with Creator God and expressing our thoughts and our our our, uh, our our gratitude towards this beautiful water that we have, you know, and for the next day for them to close down, well, you know, put a stop to it, you know, was really powerful to be a part of that whole scene right there, you know, and for us to be in that per- or, or that thought with Creator God that night. And be praying and talking about that throughout that meeting, and eating that grandpa pure, and all coming together as one breath, one heartbeat, one thought, you know, was powerful, you know. And then the next morning, when they told us that they Standing Rock got a halt to that uh, uh, pipeline, was once again powerful. So. I don't, you know, there's not words that I, there's not many words I can really express on that one because, dang, I was thrown back too. And I'm, and I was running, I was leading us into this, this thought and the heart and, you know, what we did that night. So. Yes, yes. Beautiful. It was beautiful. It was, it was. It was powerful. It was beautiful, you know, and I'm definitely not only in awe, but I'm in full recognition of the power of prayer because I'm somebody who comes from a community that speaks very adversely about prayer, you know, because it's, they only see it through the Christian lens. You know, I'm, I'm from a community that speaks a lot about indigenous people, but don't hold none of the ways, you know what I'm saying? So to experience how it's really done and to participate with those who hold onto the ways of the ancient, I, I really feel appreciated for that experience. I feel rooted, and I know so many more people need it. You know, so if you had something that you would leave us with for the relatives, for the family, you know, what I'm saying, what would you say to those out there trying to participate 
in the very near future. Love, faith, hope, and charity. That's what we're born with. You know, I'd ask that each one of you take those, each one of those and, and figure and put it into your life. You know, forgiveness, you know, and understanding. So that way you know that things that um, happens and what's going on around you, you can have something to stand on, you know, something to lean on. You know, it's a beautiful way of life, and without each one of those, you know, it, it gets hard. But with each one of those words and those emotions, you know, it makes life a little bit simpler. You don't have to get rid of the anger and the resentment, you know, and carry a lot of love and compassion. You know, life is beautiful. Don't don't waste it all on just anger and resentment and all that. You know, kind of move things. Move things in your life. Don't keep stalled up in one place. Move forward. You know, the best way you can, even if you have to crawl. You know, do it, because I've done it, and I do it now. Life isn't, you know, life is beautiful, but it does get hard. But I try not to stay too much in one spot. Always move forward. Like I said, I crawl a lot. You know, I try my best and talk to Creator God, Mother Earth, four directions, all in. So my advice to you all is just keep that love, faith, hope, and charity. And then um, comes after that is forgiveness and understanding. You know, and, and things will get a lot better. It's hard, and it's really tough, but, you know, uh, you can do it. You know, a lot of relatives out here struggling with alcohol, drugs, you know, other mental abuse, physical abuse, you know, all these other things uh, that are wicked in this life, but they make it through it. I've seen it. I've, I've seen relatives do it. Gangbangers uh, and, and hardcore drug addicts, you know, dealers, all of them. I've seen them now where they're cleaning us over today and have uh, a, a thing in life, and that's love. And uh, that's probably about it. There's a lot more I can go on. I, I love to talk, you know, but that's about the base, base of life, you know, all of us. Yes, indeed, Uncle Freddie. We appreciate you. You know, and um, we can't wait to do this again and and build a bigger TP and bring in more families. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna get one. <laughs> Yeah, Uncle Freddie, you know, this this your nephew, Divine, and I just want to um, say you're right. We are going to get one, and and I, I'm glad that me and you, you know, had a chance again to reconnect. You know, what's been blocks against us at certain times, and this time around, though, I do feel like, you know, we doing what we're supposed to do you know, holding on to any ego with this. So I'm glad you're holding space, helping me out on the land. And I'm glad that, you know, we'll be continuing to do the work for the family that's going to be coming forward. That's always been the vision. And um, you already know, just want to send a a hole out to you and send some love and respects to, you know, you holding it down for me. I hope. Thank you. Yeah. Um, echo that, you know, and, and express my gratitude to you and everything that you're teaching us and showing us and also 
taking a little moment just to acknowledge the relatives that came forward and uh, the gratitude that we feel for that connection with them and, you know, from the drum and holding that space with that heartbeat all night. Um, you know, for the um, doorman, the woodworker, everyone that came forward, um, just expressing gratitude for making it happen and acknowledging that, you know, we we made note of our cultural differences, but we also made more note of our of our our unity and the fact that we're all one and we're all family and we're big. So give thanks and looking forward to more healing up. Oh, good one. Thank you. And they thank you too, because they enjoyed it. Yes, yes, yes. To the relatives, you know, we send our warmest regards. And um, I guess as customary as it is, right, we're going to see you and bring you some Dr. Pepper tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I'm going to go to shop. I'm going to go to Shopper Car and get you some organic Dr. Pepper, even though I know you don't like it. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Oh. All right, Uncle Fred. As they say, I don't oh. turn down gifts, you know, but. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> All right. All right. Indeed. Now, family, if there's anyone on the line that, um, Okay, on the retreat, a few people just text me and said that their lines got cut, you know, unfortunately. But if there's anybody that's still with us that has a testimony that they want to give up, please press number one on your phone at this time, and I'll open your line. All right? So. Hello? Okay, I just saw a line light up. Let's go to call from... Is y'all call Michael on the other line? Oh, so that's probably him. Michael, that's you on the other line? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep, you want to speak first, Michael? You want me to open the Yeah, yeah. Sure, I'm ready. Okay. All right, for sure. Well, yeah, um, you know, first off, I'd like to say peace yeah. to the family. Um, thanks. Uh, Kamara and Divine for putting on a, an amazing retreat. You know, I've never been on a, uh, a spiritual retreat or anything of this nature, so it was real powerful for us to, to come together and build with one another. And um, first off, when I heard the call, you know, I knew immediately this was something that I had to attend. Um, offhand, I, I didn't know how I was going to get there, but, you know, after speaking with Kamara... Um, she just really reassured me that, you know, everything that needed to work itself out would work itself out and I would get there. And sure enough, it worked out just that way. And, um, yeah, um, you know, uh, if anybody listens to Brother Kambada and his music, he has a line in, a, in one of his tracks where he says, uh, he says, life is difficult, matrix training minus Morpheus in the dojo to train with. And throughout my journey, red and blue, y'all have been my, my Morpheus through the knowledge and the teachings and the jewels that y'all have been dropping. And, you know, it was, it was a blessing to be able to meet, you know, 
one of my personal leaders, Brother Blue Pill, and and through this trip, through linking up with the family from all over the country, you know, I feel like I met my crew, you know, of the Nebuchadnezzar, so to speak, and together we about to build Zion. So that's just kind of how I was looking at things through uh through my personal enlightenment that I was getting on the trip, and um and it was just. It was just real powerful. We were at Stewart Springs. We were soaking in the waters. You know, um, I'm, fr- I'm from Sacramento, California. I'm about a, a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive from there, and, and I didn't even know that that place existed. I didn't even know the history right. and, um, and, and the importance of the place. So it was, uh, it, it was, just, it was just real amazing. And, um, and as we went from one location to the next, you know, there's, uh, there's definitely – a lot of Europeans who kind of have our have our indigenous cultures on lock. They're really out there. They're enjoying the scenery. They're out there enjoying the waters. And it's not to say, you know, um, us African Americans or us melanated people can't be out there. But unfortunately, it's not seen as the cool thing. It's not promoted. It's not, you know, seen as something that's uh, that's attractive. And that's something that, uh, we, that just, we really need to break away from. I want to reiterate, because you're a very wise brother, you know, who's very, um, you know, you, you got your eyes open. So was it a situation like we were unwelcome? Is it a situation where melanated people don't fit in? Or was well, these Europeans no, no, actually, acting yeah. uh, so really receptive to our energy? Yeah, no, no, no. It was... Uh, it was mad crazy. First of all, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the first time they had seen a group of melanated people like that in unison come to the hot springs or come to these locations. So when we arrived, you know, the, uh, the welcome was very warm. Honestly, they was, uh, they was kissing the ring, so to speak, you know, seeing us together in unison and seeing what we were about. You know, a lot of them were very open to us. They uh, they spoke to us, shared their experiences, and you know, we even had some of them who was who was straight stuck in the energy from a few of us who had some real real strong energy that was emanating from them. You know, they had old girl in the crystal shop. You know, like here, Becky, come over here and and feel her energy. Here, Susan, come over here and feel her energy. And, and they was behind her, just you know, straight straight acting like vampires. So. uh so it was real interesting, but overall, we were accepted, and overall, I feel like they were they were shocked. They weren't expecting to see a group like that come through, and each place we went to, when I spoke to these people, they thought we were family, like blood-related, all of us, and that was just right. uh, the aura that we were projecting, so, you know, it was it was real positive. Indeed. We, we definitely yeah, appreciated yeah, just and, and everybody brought something very unique to this experience that just made it so multifaceted and we, we definitely appreciated your energy and you kind of like brought this glue energy with you you know what I'm saying you were able to interface with so many different facets and groups of the group in the outer groups as well you know you were definitely a key component man we salute you bro I appreciate that brother I appreciate that and, and something that I also do want to piggyback on is a is a phrase that I've heard Kamara and Divine use, and that's you know getting from the hood to the hills. And like you say, you know the cities are for commerce. The cities aren't to live in. If you're in the city, you either 
leeching off that city or you're being leached on financially. So if you look at the smart ones, you look at the people who are really financially and spiritually in tune, they don't reside in the cities. They reside in the hills. They reside on the outskirts, and they come into the cities for their commerce and for their business. And that's what we really need to understand. The power is in this land. The power is in these resources. And what you got? Huh? You got people in Los Angeles selling their souls to get in the hills, right? Ooh, I'm not talking about, yeah. and I, I'm not getting into that. I'm talking about just period. All right, we're talking about through Hollywood, the actors and the actresses and the athletes and the rappers and the this and the that. You know, the, the strange things that they do to get up each notch higher and higher on that hill, they could go right outside <laughs> of the city and build their own house on the hill if they're trying to get to the heights of the hill because it's something magical mm-hmm. about being in the hills. You know what I'm saying? There's something healing about being at a higher altitude. There's something more pure yeah. about that. You feel know I me? Mean? So yeah, I, I don't understand why we put one and two together. You know what I mean? And like you said, the, the people that are doing swell for themselves, they in the hills. They in the mountains. They swoop down. <laughs> you know what I mean? They swoop down like birds of prey into the city to snatch what they need, and they go back up. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, this, this thing is not... It's not hard to figure out, man. You just got to see it with a different set of eyes. And I'm going to share something personally. I have, there's a system called human design. And I know in my human design, you know what I'm saying? My human design is specifically made to be on top of a hill. So the first day I was here, when I woke up at the altitude that I was at, I was able to have a vision that I compared to eagle eye. My mind was so clear that I had seen a lot of things that I had done while I was in the city that I couldn't see because I was at such a low altitude. I had saw people that I needed to call and forgive. I had saw things that I overlooked. You know what I'm saying? My mind was a lot clearer. It was processing thoughts at a more rapid pace. So I'm actually complimenting my body design, who I am. Um, I don't know if the high altitudes or the hills are for everyone. We got to find that out. But everybody that was with us enjoyed it. They all seemed like that was their design because they was operating at their optimum, you know, at that optimum level in that environment. And definitely, I, you know, I know the woods is for everyone in terms of trees and streams of flowing fresh water. You know, I know that when we went to the spa and, and we were doing hot water, cold water, and all of those different courses, all of that is healing modalities that, you know what I'm saying? This shit, even if you're a reptilian, you could get something out of that. <laughs> so, yep. hey, you know, um, yeah, man, if we could bottle this up and put it on a shelf and sell it to you, family, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we would do it at a very discounted price just to make sure that all of you could get it. You feel me? This is something that we want the family to have. This is a freedom that you have to experience in this lifetime so you can make clear choices for yourself and your family and not end up, you know what I'm saying, on somebody's plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Because you want to... We mean that, that literally city. nowadays. Shit. Yeah, nowadays that's literal. So mm-hmm. I want to stay on the line. I want to open up the, the other... I see another hand up in, in, in chat. And this call is from the 469 
Hello. Right. We're gonna give you a minute to land a spaceship. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Peace. Yes. Am I here? Hello. Yes. Yes, Brother we can hear Matt. you. Okay. Hey, thank you for coming, everybody. Thank you for having this out, and thank you for whoever sent me the message about the uh, the website link. I don't know who that was, and uh, as for a lot of the things that happened to me on the way to this trip and the months before this trip actually went down. I've been getting a lot of things sent to me that's uh, meant to be happening, so I just wanted to start it off like that. Um, and uh, you could uh, kind of lead the Matthew, way after this. Matthew, we're here man. We're here to hear you, Matt. We're here to hear your story. We're going to sit back and let you tell, tell us your testimony, brother. Uh, well, uh, I kind of have a large, have a, have a large, uh, large size testimony, and I am at work. I do work overnight. Uh, I work overnight. I've been doing this for two years. Uh, as well, um, one time after I got out the uh, the teepee ceremony in the morning, uh, I got out and, and I was talking to Blue. And uh, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually, I'm, I was talking to Blue, and I was speaking to him. He mentioned something about an, the owl, and. Uh, Actually, and it's a great thing that that Mike is on the phone now because after um, I helped out Divine and I went to the airport and I went ahead and I picked up I picked up his uh his car to help him out and uh, we went with Divine I went with went with Mike and Derek we went out there and we helped him out and and Mike is the one that that brought back up the topic of the owl and immediately it clicked um, what he was speaking and. Um, Speaking about the owl and how the owl turns his, his head turns around, looking at all its surroundings, um, I didn't know what I was exactly uh, going on. I wasn't fully uh, aware until because I, I, I wasn't I wasn't able to recognize what it was really. Once we were able to um, recognize what what they are, and, and and then we could identify it, and um, it becomes clear. So during during the set, uh, I was doing that same motion, just looking around at all my surroundings, as um, my body was kind of like as a at a still still idle, idle sitting, and um, that was uh, my confirmation for for that. Like, oh, that's why they mentioned the owl. That's why the owl was coming up. That's why the owl was coming up, and. Um, Sure enough, I get yesterday yesterday evening. Uh, I, I I just get home from work again, and I, I if you did hear that that noise right now, that was the backpack vacuum because I, I am up all night, and uh, I think that's why the owl came to me. But uh, last night I got home after work at like a, I think it was like two in the morning, and I'm setting up my stuff. I get home, setting down my stuff, taking my stuff out the pockets, and then I hear it. I hear it. I hear the owl. And so, I, 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 at first, uh, uh, my nerves get shook because it's like, is that what I hear? Is that what? I, so I stay and stand still, and I hear, I hear. So then I, I run outside and I hear it again, and and so the owl came back to me uh, just from out, even not just during the trip, 
after. So that was just my reassurance that there's there's something greater here than what it is. And um, not not only that, there, there's just so many great things. But to 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 relate to that same uh, that same build where Mike uh, let me know about the owl and how how um, in some in some some cultures it's looked as a bad omen, but as in the uh, the African culture, it's used as a uh, they see it as as a signs of a good sign, as in for to mean a wise wisdom. Uh, and they see it as a good sign. So there is a good and a bad. Um, also, um, b- leading up to that, after the, after I drove Divine's car up up through this region, which which was no not not not, not included inside what um, what I had thought in mind. Um, you know, getting drove around and looking at the area, you you. Uh, you, you soak it all in, and it, it's something that uh, definitely when you come back to your town or wherever you're you're located at, um, it's something you want to keep with you. And uh, being able to, to 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 lock in and and able to take the wheel and drive through that region as if that could have been me. That could have been me living there. Me getting 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 through this day. Uh, I experienced a moment with with Derek. I want to give a shout out to Derek if he's here. Um, he's helped me so much along the way. Um, I asked him a question before later on that day before we got in the car, and he says, uh, "You know best. You know best." You know, um, he says, "You know best." So uh, I try to add on to that, you know, and I didn't really know how best to do it. But we're driving through, and and as we get into these clouds, we move into these clouds, and this isn't this. I, I could go on literally talking forever, which is the reason why I I wanted uh wanted Blue to take the reins a little bit because I mean there's just so much from the start to the ending. I mean, just it, it's just so much when right. you place when you place your heart on a on a scale, and and you allow your your whole heart to be there and 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 you you let and you let and you feel that the scale get tipped by you know the weight. Or, or or what it is that gets placed on there that that you allow, um, and with that you you your heart really really gets able to to get more in touch with what it is that is good for your heart. What is your what is your heartbeat pumping uh, out for? What is, right. what speeds it up and what slows it? Um, and one thing is uh what, what that was what was I, able to what give I me did. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, what I did want you to touch upon, you was telling me some of the, um, you know, the stories that led up to you coming on this particular journey. You know what I'm saying? If you could briefly share, you know, what led up to you actually coming out on this particular journey. Yes, sir. Blood, uh, Blood Moonologues, uh, October 31st, you, uh, you did a lecture and you offered a, live stream which is very great for me because as of now i'm working and uh, i was like yes i ain't gotta miss nothing you know i just get it and i was working um i i, I heard you say something about mount shasta mount shasta like, i don't know what that is and um at first i looked it up i seen i seen the amount and uh i did not i denied myself of that opportunity being able to uh to take a uh, that amount out and the time for my work um, being that I I don't have I I've never been able to do that I've worked two years and I, I haven't I've given time to myself so 
uh, I even being that I wanted to go and I, I I I made myself think that I couldn't. I spread it, spread the love. I spread the, you know, just that energy that I was getting off of it to to the people that I was around in my daily life, cousins, friends, who uh, go ahead and and just try to give it an opportunity. And I, and at the fifth time coming around after going over it and, and talking over the 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 points. I damn near talked myself getting into it, and it's like I didn't—I just didn't even talk myself. I talked to everyone else, and I was able just to go forward and and take that, take that, take that flight. And once I once I made the opportunity to to say that you know I can do this, and this was for me, everything um, really started to click. Cause all I needed was the deposit. I was able to get the deposit, and. As as I get the deposit, I didn't know anything about Mount Shasta still <laughs> until um, I get I get asked, and and then they start telling me, you know, it's this far here, and um, so they start telling me more about it and about it, and I learn more, and I as I go into this, this was just uh, and I was I was looking how far it was, it was three days away, and I didn't I, I didn't even plan how to get there, and I get a call from from Kamar, she 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 I. I didn't even know what was included inside this thing. I paid for it, but I didn't even know a flight was included. I didn't know none of this was included, what, what it exactly entailed. Um, so Kamara gives me the help and love of helping me uh, go ahead and figure out what is best for me, that it, um, train, bus, flight. And she she helps me and gives me a call. We We connect. She sets up my flight, which was, which is, uh, exactly what I needed just to just to uh, get that other end and to know that you we're we're not we're not here alone. There's 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 other family here that that are here and really welcoming you that are with hands wide open and 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 just ready for for whoever it is that can actually realize that there are some hands wide open. There 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 are people here willing to accept everything that you have to bring as a person. Being that you can notice them, and, and and you realize what's in front of you, so she sets my flight up. I get there in the morning. The second flight, go over. Um, I get there's uh, an opportunity to give for three volunteer seats. Two of them were already taken, and that was the last one of the three that I took. When I hear it and I go up to the front, it was five hundred dollars reward for the voucher seat. I caught myself in and out of it, in and out of it, and I and I was able to real, realize before this all started, I, this was something greater than what it was. And, I, and if I didn't, I didn't realize and take the opportunity to begin that process now. And if I just, if I if I just continued going on with this trip like as if this isn't given from some higher up above forces that that we. Are are not able to exactly recognize at this moment for me at least or for whoever shall be. And I and I and I took it. I took it and I said, you know what? This is a once in a lifetime opportunity when someone is going to give you five hundred dollars to get on a to 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 to, to risk your flight and, and to go on. And so while I talk about while I'm going in and out of decisions, I I ask um I ask the lady behind me. I'm speaking to her. And she says, I would have took it too, but I just came back from seeing my my, bro- my my dying brother in the hospital. 
and and you know as I as I hear her words, you know, she she's still speaking as with strength, even though you know I, she's come she's just got from seeing her dying brother from a hospital. She's moving and going back into continue with her daily habits of work and her workload, and and I and I was able to to use her words to to actually give me that push to like hey. You know, there, there's there's a certain times and places that we're put that we have to come in realization that this is this is for us. This is the reason why we're here. So I, I go up the flight number, boost up to $700. I got $700 and got placed back five hours behind. Think and and the five hours behind that I got pushed back, which I was afraid of of missing out on activities, immediately got multiplied with as soon as I got there with with everything else. I, I get back, and after the, after everything took place, on my way, on my way, my way back, I I get dropped off, and and I just get dropped off with a great vibe and and a, and, and just beautiful 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 leavings. Uh, just want to give a shout out to everybody who came there, and if, if anyone else is around here, um, just thank you for coming. Uh, everyone played a great part. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Steven. Uh, giving me uh, <laughs> giving me a, a, a the greatest amazement that I you know made me also realize that this is what it is. He 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 mentioned to me as as I was uh opening up my words to the group in the circle sitting for the the cacao. Um, after that, he had seen me in his dream, mentioning that my brothers that that Mike was that that his name was Mike and my name was Matthew and that my brother's name was Mike. And it's just a coincidence as we speak that Mike went ahead from me on the phone line as well as in the cacao ceremony. So um, uh, that's just how it goes. It's just, it's just so much deeper. And, and Stephen, he told me he had a dream that has said that. So I want to give a shout out to Stephen right there. And so on my way back, I, I soaked that all in. I'm soaking everything in, thinking about, okay, how am I going to, Intertwine this with my daily life. How I want to take this. I want to push this forward. I lo- I loved every every aspect that I got, and I know I could. I know I could give it to my people. I know I could do this. I how 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 do I apply? So I take my deep breaths. Inhale, exhale once. And I'm here for the intercom. We have now two volunteers for the uh, seatings on the flight for yada yada yada. And if you would like to step up, you will receive $400 voucher for United Airlines. So I smiled happily. I look I looked around and I couldn't believe this was happening. Being that before I left, Divine, <laughs> Divine, I want to give a shout out to Divine just for being Divine. He he tells me. Like keep an eye out, keep an eye out for for that money on the way back. You know, those opportunities and, and push those spirits, push those vibes to to go out and and get that. And and so as he tells me, I felt a tingle in my body, and, and I and I told him, I do. I feel a tingle in my body, and as as I feel it, I feel it going through my body. I know that's what it is. And and so that was also a doing of his and ours and everyone else that was there with us. And I should step up to the to the counter. It gets boosted up to five hundred dollars. So then alone, I, I walk away with with twelve hundred dollars enough to to come back and forward as many times as I please for damn near. I, I think about at least through the whole year or maybe half the year. Um, 
it, it wasn't it wasn't even just about the money uh and that and then what what took place before that there's just there's just so much you could build on so much you could talk about uh once you place your heart into it and and you really give your all and and you don't you don't deny all these all these things all these sightings and all these knowings that you get you don't don't deny those you 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 seen and recognize what took place for a reason once you once you take that and you go and you move in with your heart it it will it will begin to unfold for you and i i, I still won't be able to I still, I still won't be able to, to begin to unfold on everything that that has took place this weekend, what is continuing moving forward into already my second day here back in town. It has not stopped. It has not stopped. I've been able to take it with me, and I and I and I wish that anyone who hears this call over the line could just, um, you know, tune into to the the little that I had to offer for y'all tonight. Um, and everyone else that I that I gave myself to, as in spirit energy, while y'all was over the weekend, um, it's just there's just so much to go over, so much so much so much to to do, and we need we need to start we need to start building on that. We shouldn't take take uh you know we shouldn't take for granted the time we have now. So if if you hear this out, you're hearing it for a reason. Find your reason, whatever it is. There your 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 pain witness to something. Get in, get in touch with that, and 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 if you're if you if you come down, I I'll be there to welcome you with open arms because I'm trying to return it too. And I just want to thank everyone for giving me the time to to be here. And um, um, I just thinking about uh, Uncle Freddie's laugh. Uh, I mean, Uncle Freddie's laugh doesn't even do him justice until you see his spirit there. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I think after you, after you see him, man, it's just. You'll understand why he laughs the way he does. And it's just such a beautiful thing that you have to meet these people. You have to go out and you have to touch these, these people's hands, shake their hands, see them in praise, give them a hug, feel, feel their spirit, feel their warmth. Go out, go out and 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 feel it before before you uh, before you put any down anything down on it. You know, just go out and actually do it with your wholeness. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that they would. We give you something else lesser than what you could even. They're, they will multiply whatever it is that you're moving forward. Because I know if you go there, then that then that's the reason why you went. Because at this point, we're I learned that we're speaking about things that are not typically so safe for um, everyone's ears. Uh, there's some things that that we we pay attention to, and um, once we're able to finally come together and realize what what brought us there, then we could kind of finally connect these these links. And once we connect these links, we could see exactly all the connection that we're in. Um, I, like I said, I could go on for nights. Uh, just just so much, so much, and uh, I'm just so thankful to uh, be able to be alive. We're gonna and let you get it all out. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, I'm gonna let you get it out. We appreciate you, Matthew. This show wouldn't have been this show without your testimonial. But it's obvious to me that we definitely gonna have to do a part two. Get the rest of the family on on Friday. Um, I, you know, nobody can go behind your testimony. We gotta cap it at that. We just, we just gotta leave it at that. 
<laughs> it has to stand there. You know what I'm saying? Because watching you go through a transformation, it, it really transformed me. You know what I'm saying? It humbled me and brought me to tears just to know how real this thing is. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm really just really appreciative that you were able to take it home and, and continue the unfolding. You know, you're gonna transform so many people around you because you got a wonderful spirit. Thank you. Thank you so much. Indeed. You, you all you've all helped just living the life that you've lived and um I think that's all we all should do, even if we're if we're not living in the correct ways because I I know eventually we will be brought to correctness because, I mean, you could only go for so far for so long before you hit the hit the edge, and then you're gonna you're gonna go past that, and then you're gonna actually realize what was around there. Um, I just want to thank you all for living and, and breathing this air and and being on this line and just being able to be here um, and being able to uh, to know me, to know you. So much great is here. Uh, so How was that, brother? Appreciate you, uh, <sighs> family. For those that have continued on this journey with us through this particular call, I want to thank you for staying with us. Uh, you know, of course, this episode will be archived, so thousands of people will be able to download it and hear it and share it. You know, take it upon yourself, family, and share it with your family and your friends. Let them know what took place here tonight. As a family here tonight is letting you know what took place this past weekend. And we are going to create a space for the future. You all can participate as well. All right? And we will, like I said, we'll have a part two on Friday. Because there's so many more people that need to be heard. Um, And I can't wait, you know, to offer that space. So uh, I'll let my brother Devon close it out. Definitely. Um. Shouts out to Matthew. Shouts out to Michael. Um, just hearing their testimony and them and and them holding the torch as youths that are actually, you know, they the youths but holding the torch and and really and stepping up to you know to you know the table is what I gotta you know pay a lot of respect to because we sort of forget about the youths and try to say they um really don't know but. Those young brothers, you know, once they get they, you know, they grounding, they're going to be not only a force to be reckoned with, I'll be, you know, happy to have them on board consistent me with the vision, which, you know, as well as the collective vision that we all have, you know, together. So I just want to definitely give shouts out to, you know what I'm saying, all the family that participated, shouts out to Uncle Freddie who spoke, shout out, shouts out to my partner and, you know, I love Kamara for, you know, definitely, you know, showing her motherly matriarch energy source. And then shouts out to Peel, Blue Peel, for like, you know, just bringing this this, this venue together, um, cyberspace and um, red and red, you know, and cyberspace world for just holding it down. Like, y'all brothers know what time it is. I give thanks that we, you know, we actually are problem solving and giving some results because it is about that time right now. And I'm sort of over the excuses and, and I know that y'all over the excuses because it ain't no excuse. 
what we do from here on out is what we're supposed to do. And those who are supposed to come, you're right, Matthew said that we here with open arms. I always told everybody there that, that before anything manifests, I'm always going to be there to hold space if you're going through anything on that medicine that you can't deal with it because that peyote makes you face yourself. And definitely, I'm in gratitude for Uncle Freddie for opening that up for us and sharing that with the Light family and the Native way that we're going to tap back into and get it right, you know. We're getting there. And that's the key. Once you start getting familiar with something that you always knew, you're going to get it right, and it's going to be an example for those to follow. And guess what? Take that torch and take it to the next level because it's all about the cycles and it's all about the evolution and it's all about the ascension of self and the awakening. You already know. Give thanks. Shouts out. And we will continue on Friday because, like the brother said, there's so many more testimonies. It's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. You already know. Shouts out and much love to the universe, the universe first. Shouts out to all those who stood in and stayed held firm in that meditation and prayer. You already know. Bless up. Aho. 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 Peace, y'all. Until the next episode. Peace, family. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. 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 Peace.